You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 79. skinned Githzeri. In front of them steps a stall, tall Githzeri dressed in fur-trimmed mage's robes. He narrows his yellow eyes as you approach and holds up a hand. He's doing <clears throat> Stay where you are. The... Then he turns gestures to Damon. The wind and his leaves come up on us without warning. Why? Damon. Many years lived as an elf, and they speak in extremely archaic, whatever terminology. And he says, uh, uh, "He says the wind bl- goes where it will, and no one predicts where it may blow next." You can see that this Githzeri is obviously highly distrustful of you. Plain on his face, with a quick glance, you can tell that he is wounded. He holds his staff more as a means to stay upright. And the faint smell of blood lingers in the air, other than the uh, corpses behind him. Uh, behind him, you notice several bodies burning within the pyre at the uh, at the camp off on the horizon. Some of the bodies are dressed in ochre robes, which are rapidly turning to ash. Ochre <laughs> robes? You guys basically keyword. walked halfway there keyword. to meet them. Ochre yeah. robes. Combat behind you. Right. That, this that, isn't the scene of the battle. This isn't the scene of the battle. We've walked a ways. We've walked a bit more. Yeah. So you can see his camp. He looked at Daemon. Your mind has been touched by the Zenk, yet your will is your own. There can be only two reasons for this. The first, that you were freed somehow. The second, you served them as T'Cha did. Tell me, was... The attack sent on your behest to make my people vulnerable to your illithid masters? Damon, uh... At the mention of him serving anyone but himself and illithid masters becomes very grim. Mm -hmm. And the wind itself picks up uh, in the area, blowing kind of like the the dry snow, uh, you know, kind of away, clearing a little bit of an area around him. He says, I serve only myself and did not send these attackers. <coughs> we killed some. He seems to be uh, seems to be kind of eyeing each of you, getting looking at you from head to toe. Sizing us up. Sizing uh, sizing each of you up in turn. Size. When he looks at Ren, Ren stands up a little bit taller. Unconsciously. He says, I am Tishal, leader of this Rachma. Those who remain are Retholian, uh, Lariel, and Tovis. You are not Githzeri, and that is reason enough to suspect your words are untrue. Yet, 
I sense no deception. He just kind of squints his eyes, looking uh, harder at Dalman. Perhaps you are simply excellent liars. <laughs> However, there is nothingly, nothing overtly evil within you. And then uh, he looks towards Ren. Even the infernal one has a light in his soul. Your true nature is as tangled it's as Frihi's roots. Damon Sim says simply, "You sense much, T'Chal, T'Chal, T'Chal." So he's not alone. T'chal. There's other people with him. Yeah, it was the uh, a group. Okay. T'Chal and three other. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Of various. You things. sense much, T'Chal. <clears throat> write that name down. Or uh, pipes up and. Please you will. Down. You will find no deception among us. We are here on an important journey. Ren just throws it out there and says, You will sense no deception amongst us, but how are we to know that we are not being deceived? That is not something that you can know for sure. That's fair, I guess. This one is a wise one. Ren stands even taller. He's flattering you. Don't let it happen. And this doesn't. Perhaps. Damon says, will you invite us to your camp, or are we to part ways here? I want to know more about the the attack that they suffered. Ochre robes intrigue me. So what do you... She says so. She says that. He looks, he says, we tracked the evil ones to... Are evil. This place in search of their lair. Instead, they find us. They bring others. Now, Azorak, Elphaz, and Larlen are dead, and only four of our number remain. And now you are here. To believe this is coincidence is foolishness. No matter, our prisoner will reveal all once. We break through his mental protections. What's the, uh, we'll call it the material realm. What's our world referred to in the Faerun thing? Nah, that's the name of a, it's more like a continent. Plane that's a continent. Material plane. Um, the material plane. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what's the other one? Brennis, the material plane. Brennis says, okay. um, we are, right, we are from the material one. plane. You yeah. could also call it Toral, which is the name yeah, of the Toral. planet. Uh, if you were in the Feywild or the Shadowfell, that wouldn't necessarily mean anything, because those are also uh, versions of the Toral. But in the Astral Sea and the Elemental Chaos, they are completely separate from Toral the planetary elegant. Brenna says, We come from Toral. There's been an opening ripped. There's been a rift, a hole ripped open between our world and this one. And we seek to close it. Victor, uh, Victor turns to you and he says... Guy mentions mental protections. I could possibly assist with that. Looking to you all as if uh, to request. Well, what did this guy say about offer? the invitation to his camp? Or yeah, well, he followed up saying that uh, to trust you would be. Oh, okay, so um, sounds like he doesn't want to invite us. Well, Blackwood said he could. Uh, well, does anyone have an objection with Blackwood helping these? Yeah, unless these guys are going to. 
be super pissed like Daemon was when he invades their minds yes. to see what's going on, they and then they... To show him narrows his eyes as you discuss this, and he says, I will not allow it. Hmm. Can we at least come and see? Thanks, anyway. Please? Who has familiarity with the Gizdari? And what they are all yeah, about? So you're, you're probably, probably the biggest with all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Aurora only knows one Gizdari. Okay. Yeah, just for... And he was a very odd Gizdari. And he was weird for a Gizdari, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> what kind of a check is that to know more? Is that nature, yeah, or I, are I they, like, planar or something, so it wouldn't fit? What should we be taking for granted right now? Um, there's nothing, I mean... Tell us about the Gizdari. There's a lot to do. I mean, the psionic power is kind of something that's inherent in their race and the Githyanki race, and they're a race that is naturally set against the Illithids and their kind. Hmm. Do we know what Arachna is or the other words that he was saying? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dan was not familiar with those words. Are, do you recognize those words, those words as um, as Gizari words? Yeah. Anyone that can understand the language can know their <coughs> rough meaning, although the Gizari language is uh, very difficult Ooh, to can. translate literally. They speak in a lot of um, metaphors and sort of... Uh, yeah. It's more complicated than just like translation. Organization, yeah. Hierarchical. Okay. Yeah, Lincoln has the, the yeah, I can, interpretation. I can understand them. What words... Uh, were you, um, what words is the group asking about? I was curious. All of them? About all the words. <laughs> all the words he used that weren't English. Common. Common. <coughs> That's what you said. While okay. you are looking that up, he said, uh, he had mentioned your minds being touched by the, uh, Zenk, which is a very meaningful word in the Gazeri language that Ren knows as the Illithid, uh, the Gazeri word for Illithid. Hmm. And uh, he said that he is leader of Arachma, which is an illithid hunting party. Mm. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Ren asks, and it may just be naivete, but he has only also ever dealt with one Gizari. But he asks them if he, if they, if their group uh, is from the elemental chaos, or if they have traveled here in search of illithid to hunt down, and how long have they been here? In the elemental chaos. He may not want to answer those questions. He doesn't trust us. Whatever. He looks at Ren and says, This one seeks more information when I have expressed distrust. Ren says, How else are we to build trust other than getting to know each other and finding out more about one another? Ren says, I killed a Grell! Pointing at the big... Ren actually does a diplomacy check. Would an illithid do that? But you can't just retroactively say it should have been more effective because I rolled a forty-three. Got to give me some something else. Aurora says. Well, hang on. Aurora, Aurora said. (laughs) um, Did she kill the grell? She killed the grell. She gestures to the way far away. You can still see the grell's corpse on the horizon because the thing was just that huge. He uh, he kind of perks up and he says. Shall we investigate? And gestures as if to watch that way. Um, to walk that way. Well, there's nothing to investigate. We killed them all. Well, you can if you want. There's corpses. We didn't actually investigate. As soon oh, as I we thought finished, we did. these guys showed up. Oh, you're right. We didn't. It's true. We never them. really checked corpses or something. Although, was it? Was I looking for some? I don't remember if I was. Yeah, sure. If you want to go check out the. Versus less. Yes. The grill. Yeah. If they can tell us anything Maybe they're more the about who that these guys are. Maybe they're the grill that you were looking for. Are these the girls you're looking 
they start striding forward towards the grill, not too far away. I mean, far enough away that they few, didn't notice it meters. on the horizon. You notice that they just stride through the snow as if uh, they are masters at this. You know, it is heavy snow, and there's there's frozen areas of, of like little lakes and stuff, and they just move through this like uh, you know They're a, a human would walk areas. through a cobblestone market. And as you as they approach the growl, you see his disposition change slightly as he speaks up, speaking towards all of you, and he says, "If." If you are an enemy of the Zenk, then perhaps trust can be built. Definitely an enemy of the Zenk. Ren says, have you ever heard the expression, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? They probably have a similar metaphor. He says, indeed. As uh, he looks, he kind of looks at the growl, he says, this is not the one we were hunting. This one is unusual. But related, as he kind of looks through, and you see him just grabbing the tentacles and like lifting it up, and you can see he's clearly inspecting parts of it that like have no meaning for us. Have no meaning for you, but they clearly know much about this sort of anatomy as they're looking at signs. And he says, "Yes, yes." <clears throat> no, everyone says, maybe. "I hate the Ask thing. again later. I know as much as about them as I would ever care to. Are Grell related to? Actually, Brennus asks. Damn, are Grell related to Illithid? I think that's a giant brain with a beak and tentacles, isn't it? Yeah, it's a type of Illithid. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I, I mean, it's actually a kind of Illithid? Like, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, are they actually. Uh, well, I. I uh, They're from the same. I mean, they're like Illithids and apes or something? The, the well, I shouldn't say it's the kind of uh, type of. It's, I shouldn't say it's a type of Illithid. Uh, the, the Gitzeri word for Zank. Doesn't just it covers encom- accompany uh, doesn't just uh, encompass encompass illithids, but also uh, many creatures of their same sort of. Uh, it's like saying phylum. it's like saying birds. So yeah. they don't like tentacle. I love that you just said phylum when I they also pretty like intellect devourers and grells. You know, yeah, yeah. basically all it's of the tentacle beaky brain psionic psionic. We fight lots of things. So, like intellect devourers, and some of those things are... have beaks, and not all of those things are illithid. So, mm. illithids are different. All, I think we've all, all got same. our Venn diagrams yeah, clear. Yeah, we've got several zoos of a variety of creatures. So someone, you know, someone, can, quickly make a make a together. botanical note of it, or not botanical? The uh, yeah, the other one. Fauna. Damon says, uh, asks uh, Chow. To shawl. To shawl. He did mention a different Githzeri. Yeah. He We're looks a and as, one. as he finishes T'Cha? inspecting, right before Damon speaks, and he says, Forgive me. Such loss of allies overwhelms my good sense. Damn. As he then starts moving towards Apology his camp. he accepted. And follows him and says, uh, And what will you do now? If with your companions dead, will you continue the hunt? He says, yes, that is our intention. When did your companions die? Second. When did his companions fall? Uh, he goes on to explain that it just happened uh, like a couple hours ago. Oh. Hmm. Uh, hence why he was so... Jittery? Suspicious. Hugh, um, Hugh pipes up, he says, the rift to our world is being held open by 
some kind of a malignant force which we have been tracking out here. We feel that those who attacked you may somehow be related. If there is any information we gain from the prisoner that you have, we would be very interested in hearing it as well. Indeed. I have sensed the uh, presence you speak of. I have no doubt that our prisoner will know of it. He bears the same scent. This level, I got a very, a very powerful daily power, which allows me to bring people back from the dead if they died of this encounter. If hours ago, though. I spend that, could I possibly bring back one of his companions? <gasps> oh my God! You're so much more than you should. Uh, you're spending it though, which means mechanically. Yeah, uh, I mean, oh, okay. I'm saying mechanically. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. Oh well, God! How do you choose? I would like to inspect his companions. How do you pick? So it sounds like there's people that are left though, because he keeps saying our prisoner. Yeah, there are three still alive. Three still plus alive. him. I don't remember their names. Though. I think three dropped. And three dropped. Well, you have to remember, I think resurrection isn't always a guaranteed thing. There has to be like strength of soul, and if they're actually wanting to come back and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's for a proper raised dead. Uh, his yeah. power is more like. Um, just kind of bring them back from the they're break. not quite dead yet. They're yeah. just like the souls in the area. Souls still in the area. Zone. A little bit different. Than certainly it. talk to the Gitsanki before we start poking us. They like, may not. They may not like that. Don't accidentally call them the Gitsanki. Brandis will probably get them mixed up. I'm pretty sure they'll kill us. This conversation. Just call them a gif. Can't go wrong. Yo, gif. What's up? <laughs> yeah. What's up, my gif? What's up, my gif? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That would be a disaster. Uh, the game doesn't have this compulsion inside of just to resurrect people. If that's what you're oh, worried about. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. I think, we'll I think Aurora right definitely understands the urge to undo damage. Especially when it hits close to home. What you know about the cultists of the Elder Elemental Eye is that while twisted and evil, they are nonetheless quite mad and typically impervious to questioning. That is why the cultist bound within the Githzeri tent strikes you as peculiar. The human looks up at you with calm, calculating eyes. His ochre robes are smeared with drying red-brown blotches, his cheeks spattered with flecks of blood, which he licks idly from the side of his mouth as he watches you. I see you brought guests, lovely. This he is speaks a... to uh, to Shal. That's creepy. The last ones we encountered generally just started screaming and then their heads exploded, kind of. Yeah. As he licks another splotch of blood off his face, he says, Get zeri blood tastes like spoiled wine, you know. Acrid and sour. No sophistication to it at all, like a rat. I don't see how the illithids can stomach it. Then again, as he chuckles and his eyes flicker to Daleman, no one ever said they have good taste. Mm. Tashal looks to be barely restraining himself from thrashing this cultist. Darren's not necessarily happy either. This is like I didn't some serious shit subtle. he just threw down. If you have questions to ask this Kothrasne, I suggest you do so now before the branch bends too far. Uh, Hugh turns to Victor and said, you had some method for easing this along? The cultist 
lets out a guffaw and says, As you can see, you have me completely at your mercy. Your powers far exceed my own. I am but your helpless captive. And yet, it is all for nothing. Your good intentions cannot stop the tides from turning. No one can. Not even that all the gods combined. So, ask me whatever you like. It will pass the time before your stoic green friend decides I am more useful to him as fuel for his pyre. Well then. Aurora would like to know if this guy is sincerely offering to tell the truth or if he's just bullshitting. Uh, takes, a, takes a hard look at him. Uh, with a 35 insight. No, 34 insight. It's very confusing because, as I mentioned, you know, you've had considerable dealings with the Cult of the Elder Elemental Eye. Dealings isn't what I would call it. A one-year campaign to <laughs> crush the rise of the Temple of Elemental Evil 12 years ago uh, had you, or, or found you with many cultists at the uh, other ends of your weapons. <laughs> it was a good time. And it was usually just madness. And uh, yeah, as, so many times. as um, Sam mentioned, you know, they just kind of spout craziness and then they just, just babble and then pass start out. bleeding from all their head orifices and then die. That, that was a rat yes. thing, I think. Did no, that was, that uh, the Doom Dreamers had a yeah. um, well, yeah, similar thing. Yeah. That's yeah. where we thought they were made in some initial connection. That's why when first. it first happened with the Wrath it was actually disturbing. Because oh. they just spent a year. Well, because anyway. the cultists, yeah, were like had like a they spouted crazy stuff. The Wrath ones seemed to be controlled like drones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this guy's not babbling or bleeding from his eyes and ears and mouth. So he is talking a little crazy. Though. He's talking crazy. Uh, Hugh but tries. More like just crazy. For an easy question, he says, "Where is the cult located in this plane?" He says, "At the temple." And where is the temple located? Uh, he says. Uh, he way? points one direction. <laughs> he says, "Half," or, or he says. <clears throat> Let me gather my thoughts before I try to speak before I... He says, With your pathetic ability to traverse this land, three, four days travel. Excellent. In that direction, you say? In that direction. In that direction. Excellent. Do you have like a As the crow flies? insight check going on him to see? Aurora certainly does. She's like hitting him with the truth beam. Which is really just her staring. I mean, do, do we want Victor to look into Can, his mind? Victor, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't finish uh, answering your insight question. So oh, yeah. it's sorry. confusing, but you don't uh, you don't don't uh, sort of sense any sort of deception at all. This guy seems completely uh, confident uh, in his convictions that whatever he's talking about is at a state where it cannot be reversed, and that it. Uh, as he said, all the when he said that all the gods combined could not stop this uh, ball from rolling, uh, could not stop this storm front from advancing. That that he really means it, and that he is not afraid to uh, to say to whatever he's going to say. Right, says so. All right. If we can't stop this storm front from advancing, why don't you tell us what? Your cult plans, or what? What? What's going to happen? Yeah. What's your plan? What is it that that we Tell supposedly cannot stop? He says, 
The Dark God, he is coming. That's what they always say. How will he come? What's different about now? As far as I'm aware, he is bound. How is he to be released? He says, Those more powerful and higher ranked than I know the details, but, uh, but it is in motion and cannot be stopped. When will it happen? There is nothing that cannot be stopped. You obviously don't know who you're dealing with. You ever heard of a little thing called destroying the Temple of Elemental Evil? Yeah, we did that. Sort of. The temple you destroyed was weak. Fine. The alliances we have made are far more powerful. The advancement in the last three months has been more than that in the last thousand years. Three months, you say? Hmm. What are the numbers of the cult right now? How many are you? Lots. Little. It says, there are hundreds in the temple. And elsewhere? It says, I do not know the, uh, the organization, or any of the organizations that exist outside of this temple. This temple is all that matters. Okay, so hundreds within the temple. What's the organizational structure of the cult? Who runs it? Dane, the stone giant warlock. Hey, what? Or I was like imagining this and just can't wrap her head around it. You this said a giant warlock, right? And he's stony, like he has a very stoic disposition? No, oh, he's a stone statue. giant. <laughs> like a statue. This is the elemental chaos. Ren, Ren, oh. Ren laughs at this. It's just, it's just ridiculous. This guy's jerking her chain. He says, at the earthquake, he regained his sanity, as some of us did. He remains leader. Pretty brutal. Wait, say that again? Roll that that by me again? He regained his sanity, and remains leader. At the earthquake. It is he, working with Sunel, that has caused caused all of the advancement. Who's Sunel? He says, it is too late! Who's Sunel? Mysterious visitor, powerful human necromancer, had great interest in our cult and its workings. She showed us what we needed to do. She, uh, she is what brought us to where we are today. Ren looks to the group and says, "You know, do any of us know that name? Like, no, I don't know it. Like lore or nothing." So, I have an idea, and Ren just says this to the group, not. He just says, how about instead of us just Peppering throwing guy? spitballs, why don't we let Blackwood actually take a crack at him, and then yeah, he can just tell Blackwood us everything that he can see in this guy's head. Yeah, are you yeah. ready? That seems yeah, like we could have a few risks. Not so about that, but... You can see Blackwood has, like... Or wants forceful extraction is, of information. T- as, as you look over, because Ren has mentioned it, he's, like, tapping his finger against what? his legs. He's kind of got stuff floating around. You can tell that, like... Snowflakes. He's been restraining himself as if, like, the way that it's been going is an incredibly slow and inefficient way to gather information. But out of respect, mostly for Damon, he has kind of refrained and is letting you guys do your thing. And he just kind of looks at Ren and says, I could. Why do you have a problem with this? Damon is in the middle of the sentence when someone started talking. So, like I said, Damon is not entirely about this, but. The only thing he does is is it's all it's all gestures, it's all demeanor. He doesn't say anything. 
So, I mean, he's a dark a dark of expression and, you know, everyone everyone knows what's up. He didn't say anything though. Yeah, and I says so you've got a problem with this? Uh, Damon says, um, it's really not my decision. Well, it's that's all of our decisions. So. Hugh is of the opinion that if we could have someone who could see the entire picture rather than having this guy describe it one line at a time for us, that would help quite a bit. Brandon is, isn't too worried about Damon's is there a risk, position. Um, because if anyone is chipper when we're, like, cutting people's fingers off for answers, that, that would be a concern. Interrogating someone through mental... I mean, Brandis says this. It might kill the guy. You know, don't know. interrogating someone through through mental means. Ren throws up his arms and says, What the hell's that supposed to mean? It's simply a, um... <laughs> simply... Aurora turns, option. Aurora turns to Victor and, and says, That was one time, and we got some valuable intel. One time. Brandis says, Ain't it worked? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Just saying we don't usually, you know... Aurora's words are ground down by this conversation. <laughs> And then Aurora hears in her head, Victor just says, go on. Just, uh, it's, it's, mm. So, is it safe? Can you do that and not be, like, culted or something? He looks at you as if it's a silly question. He's like, of course. Aurora asks many silly questions regarding arcane and psionic and anything that's not divine. A bit culted! Is that a... Banana or an apple? I'm not sure. Says, this guy ain't no scion. He's not gonna hurt me. I can hurt him. Don't if you want me to? No, 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 no. no, 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 no Ren, Ren gets tired of of waiting. No, Ren, don't. And walks up to Ren. the cultist and kills him. This will be and grabs him by the face, very gingerly, do, like a mother, like face. a mother may grab the like tenderly hold the face of her child, and he says, smiling at Ren, and Ren says, He's gonna kiss him. My friend's gonna have some questions for you. Hold still. And if you <laughs> try to fight this at all, or if you try to somehow get back into his head, or anything, Don't and as he's saying this, us. Ren's hands are starting to glow are you and get hotter him? and hotter and hotter. And Owie. he says, if you try anything, what pitiful existence of a life you have left will be infinitely more painful. Than it needs to be, as he does, and intimidate Jack. Intimidate and gets that a forty-four. The guy pees himself. The guy smiles at Ren <gasps> as Ren takes red. his hands away, and you see the like red marks, burnt red marks on his but face in the shape of blisters. Ren's tiny hands, <laughs> like doll hands, really. A couple blisters, uh, blisters on his face as he just smiles at Ren as if he is saying yes. But, uh, still being an asshole about it. That's fine, as long as he understands. So Ren turns back around and says to Blackwood, he says, Do your stuff. It's your turn. It's your show. Looking around, what's the campsite like? I didn't really get a, a good picture of what this place is that we're at. Like, is it like a tent? There's like a couple guys here. There's like bodies. There's a pyre burning. Like, what, what's, there's what, a, what's it look like? There's a pyre burning with, uh, um, with several bodies in it kind of thrown haphazardly onto it and you can see the little bits of ochre colored robes uh, on them. You can see that these are the bodies of their enemies as the black smoke goes high in the sky and the embers float all over the place. There are um, six tents set up in this little camp and uh, 
And that's basically it. It's just like six tents uh, with the thing in the middle, along with um, three Githzeri bodies that are covered by um, covered by uh, like bedcloths. Are there any like animals or like in transportation the, in the snow? What exotic form of transport with these Githzeri? That's right, skiffs, right? I mean, yeah, there's definitely cool skiffs, but skiff, skiff. There could Gums. be like awesome like ice beasts. Okay. Whatever the thing no, they've got. There are ice beasts that pull okay. a giant sled. <laughs> yeah, like there is a giant sled. Rams. There's a giant sled with what looks like like overgrown enormous rams that uh, whose eyes almost uh, uh, burn with. Ooh, do they have uh, goat eyes? Do they look like the rams from eyes? the base of the snowflake mountains that we almost bought? No, no, no. <laughs> these are these are like nothing you've ever seen in the. Uh, like do horns. their horns like the go like around. back like a like a wave, so they don't coil, but they just yeah, kind sure. of... Is that how you would like them to be? Yes. And they're sentient, Done. like wargs. And they're sentient. Okay. Also, they know. Yeah, as you look at them, they look back at you as if they know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that badass. Uh, I pulled when, the sled. When Ren is saying this stuff to Something. the cultist and we're kind of discussing Blackwood invading their mind to see what's going on. How are the Gisari? Kishal is right just uh, watching silently as he is kind of just taking in the information. Oh, okay. All right. He doesn't seem pissed or I mean, Blackwood. he has seemed or angry at this guy all along for he killed three of his uh Well, yeah, but they also number. don't like the invasion of mind privacy. He's not saying anything. He doesn't okay. seem to be well, a person. Seem to care. Okay. Well, because they're silent as well. Oh, that's true. They that's do have true. That. They have Good the same point. power. Yeah, they don't hate they scions. Just, they hate. They just elephants. don't. They just don't abuse it. And they're ilk. All yeah, right. So it's like good force and dark force kind of stuff. Yeah. Can't hate the force. Okay. Yeah. Hate the um, dark side. Blackwood. Everyone looks at Blackwood expectantly. Which of you would like? Uh, which of you would like to see? Wait. What? Uh, I would. <laughs> Wait, do we? Is it only one of us? We're or? not going into his head, are we? Because that didn't go well last time. He says, "I'm just gonna show you what's in his mind. You'll see what I see." Yeah, Red wants to. <laughs> I would have All that. right. He does as he's looking over, just checking if each person wants to. He doesn't even ask the other. I will go. I will do this thing. Is it only one of us, or everyone can? No, he's going to each of you. Who wants? Certainly, I would love to see it firsthand. I'll stay up here in case something bad happens again. <laughs> Um, Darwin begins to have a conversation with T'Chal. T'Chal leaves the tent. Yeah. And talks to Darwin. You can feel your mind start to go blank and then get filled with images that are not from your own memory. As if you're recalling events that had happened. As if you're saying, like, remember that time we took down the Temple of Elemental Evil? Yeah, and we walked over there and we did that whole thing. It's as if you're doing that. Only evil things. Only things you've never seen before. You see, you remember this being three months ago. The temple here, in Elemental Chaos. Large, um, ornate building. Uh, it's just a big gray, towering structure. And then, you remember an earthquake happening. A huge earthquake that shakes the entire region and causes a thunderous crack of energy not too far from the temple. And you know that that 
is the fissure that is in uh, that is where you guys just came from. The actual you, not the pretend you who is inside his mind. When the energy burst first hit the temple, several dozen of the cultists regained sanity, and it caused the temple to go into a bit of turmoil, including uh, this very man who was before you uh, recovered his sanity as well. A few of them killed themselves, thinking that their god had abandoned them, while others, um, while others felt that it was a blessing to better, uh, to better further the goal with a clear mind, and that this was a sign that Therizdun was coming soon. Uh, and some took up their remaining group took up charge of the temple. Contested the guys who killed themselves didn't really regain their sanity. They just got a different sort of sanity yeah. or insanity. The a mysterious sanity. visitor that he had mentioned. This powerful human necromancer claimed to have a great interest in uh, the cult and its workings, and so the cult allowed her to take up residence in exchange uh, in the temple in exchange for her expertise. And over the months, uh, she showed up right after that. Right after the uh, the crack, huh. uh, and helped further the goals. They sent scouts to investigate the fissure, but the scouts never returned. It, uh, it was assumed that they had all died, so a second scouting party was dispatched that this guy was a part of. Ran into the Gazarian encampment. Assume that these... Uh, they assumed, you remember, assuming that these Gitzeri had killed the first scouts, and so they attacked the Gitzeri. That's where they are now. The memory shifts around as you can, uh, as you can almost feel... Victor probing into different areas of this guy's mind to try to find useful information. For there is much memory of this guy, especially before those three months, and it's just day to day, you know, madness Boring of cult working activity. with the cult, and it's just, you know, they just worship and do their things. But everything since then seems to be the key. The number one leader of a temple was named Thalrinth, but he was one that killed himself after the madness lifted. It was him killing himself that caused many others to, for he was the, uh, the main leader of the cult. The second leader was Dane, the, great, uh, the stone giant warlock, who had also regained his sanity, but he remained leader and took charge, and since then is when all the progress has happened, uh, along with an orc druid named uh, Kareska Redhand, who remained mad and serves as Dane's second in command. Dane and Kreska have been uh, working on something with Sunel the entire time that they say will open the way, but they have not been forthcoming on what they are doing or what their plan entails, only that uh, that the time is coming and that it can no longer be stopped. I don't like that part. You also, uh, as Victor tries to probe around for anything more useful... And kind of get this sense of almost impatience as he's uh, moving around. It seems almost exhausted. But he does manage to uh, recall some memories of protections on the temple, which is chock full of protections. For uh, forbiddance rituals? No, for... Uh, forbearance? Forbearance rituals littered all throughout the place, scrying and, and teleporting in and all sorts of different ways of getting in will be... Uh, would be... Challenging? almost impossible, you know, it would be impossible as far as this uh, man's Setting mind uh, is aware, and that uh, and that all the temple gates have detect evil enchantments to uh, 
to only allow those who are truly pure to the uh, cause to the cause to be allowed in, and that alarms sound mustache. when anyone else goes in. <laughs> Clearly, I'm evil. Evil bullets. And then you find your minds cleared and enter with your own thoughts once again as Victor uh, pulls his mind out of the cultists. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of cracks his neck and he says, that was pretty productive. Indeed. Well done. And the cultist so just says, so as you can see, it. you are too late. Indeed, well as us, we should probably just leave. Ren mm. says... Or a massively sarcastic. Yeah, Ren says, I see no reason why we're too late for anything. All I saw was a bunch of yahoos following a couple Other smarter yahoos. yahoos. I didn't see any relation to the city corruptors, though. Uh, do you know anything about them? City Corruptors and Agrell making their way towards Have the Fissure? Have you seen fissure? the City Corruptor and Agrell around this one? He's not aware. Hmm. Um, he said, yeah, he says, not my department. Prerogative. Not prerogative, not department, not jurisdiction, Business? but not his, uh, department. He says, not, not my, my department to, uh, Strange. It sounded like you guys scouted the rift. None of them came back, and you scouted again. So this is the second time you've gone to investigate the rift. He says yes. So it sounds like they were not part of it then. Your organization. Maybe the first scouts are not children. He says I do not know. I do not know all of the business that the uh, temple partakes in. All right. What is your rank? He says, I am a ranger. Oh. Clearly. (laughs) You should spit on him. Uh, There's all kinds. It's like saying he's a sorcerer. He says ranger, he's saying it more like uh, as a... um, A wide range of rangers. A job, you know, like that's his job is to... his duty. He goes around and... his duty, not his... uh, His duty is to range. Yeah. It's not who he is, it's what he does. Right. He's similar. Back with Shaw and Damon. Yeah, outside. I saw Damon and Shaw are having a conversation about Shaw's in, in, intentions and purposes. Uh, I mean, he said he would continue the hunt. Uh, where does he plan to go? Who, who sent him? And we're just making more inquiries about about Shaw and. Uh, More kind of evaluating to Shaw and his purposes, kind of in a little bit of a, uh, a qualitative way. Shaw is uh, fairly forthcoming with information. He explains that he is part of a larger uh, Githzeri community, but that they are um, fairly nomadic in general, and that he, you know, it's more like they have multiple kind of groups that travel around and meet up occasionally to uh, to share knowledge and show off the illithid. Yeah, to report in on illicit activity and what what best to do. If there's a particularly large presence of something, they may band together, but for the most part, they are separate. Uh, And then he, you know, his um, Rachma, Rachma, is uh, is just one of the uh, illicit hunting parties. This is the latest. Right. Uh, I mean, as Damon talks and listens to him, he is not. He's not entirely focused on the conversation. He's listening and, and conversing, but he seems kind of focused on, on the elements around him. 
and after a certain, uh, you know, after you know speaking with Tashal, um, Damon uh, turns to him and he says, he says, I would like to give you a gift. He says, I feel I feel compelled to do so uh, on behalf of a great mentor that I once had, and he says. The soul of one of your fallen companions lingers in the area and wishes to continue the hunt with you. He says, uh, would you have me return him to you? Tishal falls silent for a long time at this. Damon can tell that he is thinking. Cogs are turning. Uh, as he looks and he kind of takes a breath in as he uh, sort of feels uh, the air around him and he says I can feel the soul of my companions he says I lack the ability to help them if you offer us help we will gladly accept Damon looks uh, to uh, the bodies and he says I did not know these men in life. Perhaps perhaps you know which might have the strongest will to continue the hunt. Or pops her head out sees they're doing something kind of intense. <laughs> pops her head back in the tent. I'm looking for the names of his dudes. He's like, guys, something's going down out there. Gerald. <laughs> Philip. He says, Arja Rock was the mightiest, uh, mightiest warrior. Cut down seven of the cultists before he was done in by that one. And points towards, towards uh, the, tent. the tent. Damon uh, smiles hearing about the tale and he says, he says, won't he be surprised just to be greeted once again by your companion? And at this, Damon's eyes, which are usually glowing but, but somewhat dim, begin to brighten, and then the body of the shadow simply falls away behind them as Damon's kind of energized soul rises up in the air, and it disappears for a moment, kind of, a dis- it seems to dissipate um, for, for some time, until the wind's kind of picking up you know, uh, several minutes pass. The wind's picking up, and and the snow's swirling. Begin to swirl around the body of Aja Rock. Uh, uh, yeah, Aja Rock. Until once the the form of Damon kind of once again materializes, kind of coalesces into this kind of half kind of breezy elemental soul, along with another form, more more glowing and radiant. It's uh, the this other form kind of seems to be kind of wavering. And, and a kind of a, a humming sound as kind of the, the mental powers of, of the soul of this Aja rock kind of, kind of you can feel it emanating uh, across the area and um, you know from, from like the horizon the distance of the horizon kind of like strands of different colors of wind come uh, come towards the campfire and begin to Surround the uh, the the body, and you see the soul of, of Damon kind of begin to move his arms around uh, the body of Azurak. The the strands of wind begin kind of weaving and sewing the soul of Azurak back into his form, and this takes place. Uh, this 
kind of continues the, the different kind of colors of light blue, dark blue, you see kind of some pink, some gold, and each strand having its own kind of quality and even smell as as the the winds of the winds of many places kind of come to, to Damon's command and fuse, weaving the soul back into the body, uh, the fallen body, and as a, as the is kind of the humming kind of subsides and like this wavy form dissipates you see at la- at that final uh, least of all the the uh, the, the wounds uh, kind of close up greatly uh, and a huge gasp of uh, of air a, a breath of life kind of emanates as, as the chest rises uh, from Azurak and he he's lying there uh, on the on the snow kind of eyes eyes open revived and Daleman returns to his own fallen body that once again kind of is over uh, overcome with Daleman's own essence taking on his form uh, and Daleman kind of like rolls over groaning clearly spent from the exertion of of this feat that he's performed her hears Daleman groaning immediately like pops her head out is like yeah you alright groaning <laughs> She, she can tell that he's okay, but... Yeah, he's getting up on, on kind of hands and knees and kind of coming back to, but... It's the Githeri who is... I mean, it, the ritual also heals you to bloody at the same time, so he is, in terms of... He's not doing too bad. He's not doing too badly. I mean, it's a powerful warrior. Clean, yeah. As he stands up, you see him just kind of looking at his... Uh, at his own body, naked for all the um, dead Gesseri were were um, stripped as if to be prepared for um, burial, burial, or whatever the Gesseri. Uh, or yeah. blushes and go back goes back inside immediately. He looks and you see him kind of like, checking where his wounds were and in the place there's scars as if they're uh, you know a few days old. Cool. And he looks. Uh, he looks to Daleman, who's just kind of recovering on the ground, and he says, I owe you a life debt. He says, Wait a minute. Damon kind of breathes, you know, a couple deep That's breaths, and with each large breath of air, kind of regains his own stamina. Right. And he says, uh, If he means what he, what he says, said. I was simply a guide. He says, This is done for you in the name of Allah. A great Gisari who was my mentor. Do you know he what a life debt is? Gets down on one knee and he says, I will finish my duty here, and when we have eradicated the Zank? Zank from its lair, I will return to you and travel with you for as long as I can stand. Damon, uh, Damon bows to him and he says, uh, he says, your life is your own. Uh, and he says, I will see you at another time. And, and then he just bows his head and stands up and you see him, uh, as Tishal is getting his, uh, equipment for him and he gets dressed. <laughs> yeah. Returns to the group who has... Yeah, apparently it's, it's a good Zeri thing. Yeah. The, uh, they'll, they'll swear a life debt to you. Uh, Hugh 
That's a, we just got one more recruit. Yes! Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. The quorum. Making waves. Making waves. Secretary of Growth. See, I don't know. I don't yeah. Oh no. All this guy's done significantly so far is die. So we'll see. Yeah, because there. Yeah. He killed seven cultists and got killed. Welcome to Thunderstorm. Yeah, exactly. You, you can you can go pass the We've got a shiny knot for you. <laughs> you can go swab the deck. Yeah. Um. That's the level you have to get at just to get on the yeah, ship. Everyone, you work way up from the ground. You have to get up on the ladder. <laughs> All right. On the deck. Victor is fairly certain that he has uh, surmised, extracted all uh, useful information from this cultist. Um, Hugh thinks it might not be a bad idea to uh, figure out what's, what the source of this Zanker thing is here is. Because if, I don't know, it seemed the, the Grell didn't seem directly connected with the temple. So the Grell was the Grell was a was a servant of those people over there. You're sure of that? The, the, oh yeah. Were the yeah, demons they, or devils? Demons. The, the demons. demons. Okay. And the demons, but were the demons necessarily related to the temple? They were mercs. Well, no, they were mercenaries. We don't know. Okay. Because the guy didn't know. Yeah, we don't know who hired them. It's, but it's it, it, so okay. maybe yes, maybe unusual no. that they would be working on their own accounts. It's definitely someone hired him, but. That's right, I forgot about the whole hiring bit. I forgot the mercenaries aspect. I guess they could have been hired by the temple. The temple I mean, the Grell is the equivalent of a very powerful attack dog. Gotcha. Yeah. That, they tra- that these mercenaries traveled with. It's like a Dober. Okay. Only hmm. it's Grell tentacles. I mean, it had popped out of the snow. Yeah. <laughs> it went uh, snow Grell. Tishal, who, as each of you come out from, uh, the from this sort of a uh, Psychic experience. Tashal looks like he's in uh, kind of a. He carries a different disposition as he walks directly towards you and he says, If you indeed intend to find the temple, we shall accompany you. Illithid and their ilk are drawn to such evil. No doubt we may find our prey as well if we follow you. Uh. Accepted. Yeah, you allowed us to examine your prisoner, which yielded some very valuable information to us. We would uh, be happy to have you accompany, at least. I have no objections. Certainly not. They seem good in a pinch. The question becomes, though, what do we do with cultist? Well, it was your prisoner. I'll allow you to do as you please. How does he react when he sees no, the shawl says, this one will act as fuel for the pyre. Let Azurak do it. Yeah, how does he react when the guy comes back who is uh, who is already dead? Was there any any any, any reaction at all? The cultist? Yeah, when when the other guy comes. No. They all this cultist, I mean, just through and through, first. seems unconcerned about any of the activities here. Yeah. Uh, I guess he already knew he was dead. Yeah. More or he's got a very killing him seems to give him more credit than he deserves. Yeah, he's no martyr. So we'll let I have two Brandis, fire sounds. Yeah, actually, Brandis, when who says, said let uh, Azurak? I did. Yeah, Tishal says it is Githzeri custom for your one, custom is quite just for one to wield the blade that felt the wrong. Does the, the consequence thing with the metaphors are really hard to come up with on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the victim will return his justice tenfold. The pyramid must be inverted. 
I mean, you're right. Okay. So how does this Next to Shaw says, are you finished with him? I think Indeed. so. She makes that gesture. Hopefully it doesn't mean something mean and it's there. Azurak, holding his... Does he have any symbols or tokens or anything like that on him that might be useful? Last time we had a lot of things with keys and eyeballs and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, wearing his ochre colored. No, nothing like that. He's wearing a, a completely unenchanted, like, um, just kind of a you know, necklace. But he's definitely evil. Amulet, so amulet of the uh, inverted Obex. Okay. That you've seen many Let's times just take before. that. How big is our collection of those, anyways? Uh, it's for, for sure the most common it's item finite. in the campaign. But, um. Aurora wants it just so in, just in case she guys. runs across um, Melek. Be like, here you go. Yeah, Melek. He's just like. Melek would accept that. He'd <laughs> be like, yeah. He has big. so much bling. <laughs> He's just wearing all of them. Is there any variation yeah, with the cult outfit from what it yeah. once was in the other area, or does it seem pretty standardized? Same color, different make, it's fancier. Style there yeah. is. Nicer, uh, nicer uh, stitching on the on the robes and such. Higher budget, clearly. This temple, but nothing gotcha. really clearly yet that that's distinguished the followers of this temple for the, from the followers of the other temple. No, like not like elemental chapter or whatever. No, nah, it clearly seemed to. Uh, Pretty one of the same. Pretty be the same thing. Right. Groovy. Hmm. So does Azurok eat him or kill him? Azurok wields a mighty blade. A two handed, not sword. Like a double? Or like double bladed <gasps> weapon. A double axe? One on each side? No, no, no. Oh. It's uh it's one huge blade that he oh. wields with two hands. Oh, Badla? Similar to a bat lift. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool, cool meter. As the like, other gets Zeri, uh, take the cultist and bring him, uh, bring him over towards the pyre, holding him in front. As you can tell, the heat on them must be strong as they are standing very close to this sort of bonfire of bodies. And uh, Azurak just walks up to him and in one swift motion just cuts him from navel to neck as it just slices him and his body falls nearly in two as it falls backwards into the pyre. Does so he kick die. him onto the pyre after that? No, he <laughs> just... Swift to the nuts. So brutal. His blood just spews in every direction. Ooh. Well done. Well, I mean, awesome. yeah. And he does the whole thing just wordlessly. Yeah. What else is there to say? Mm. All you can really do is press play on Ride the Lightning. Yeah. Well, if they make it into a too big a deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He's he fodder. He deserved nothing more. Fuel. Fuel. Yeah, lucky hit on Monster Fighter. Don't make it. Don't make it lucky. This. Yeah, seriously. Some alpha dog. Azurak. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Uh, says. Remember who Zahar is. Zahar who? Zahu. 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 What? Yeah, uh, that Damon says. Uh, do we, uh, he looks towards to Hugh, who I guess who obviously was in on the kind of experience, but also was asking about the temple. And he says, "Do you think we should uh, make our way towards the temple, or, or, or try to follow this, this strange party that was heading towards the rift?" So many questions. 
Indeed. Uh, the temple sounds pretty well fortified and very well numbered. Um, I don't think we could... I mean, we're not going to walk up there and knock it down with the group we have assembled here. That's Perhaps... Amazing maybe we are. could be more sneaky, since we know all of the secret tunnels. And stuff. I so did not enjoy that last time. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's an option if you don't want to fight. Uh, Either way, we're busting down this place. I mean, we could Great go get eyes on the to. thing. Yeah. See well, what it looks like, at least. Well, we could. We could do that. Yeah, I, I'm concerned that if we end up chasing this Zank situation, we may actually be diverting from our goal. Uh, yes. Well, I guess, where is no. the Zank? He said that they would be in the same general vicinity. If the Zank are related to the uh, city corruptors. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we really want to get characters like that's that's the ridiculous coincidence in my mind. Like, that's yeah, the, the hole and like the obex and the temple and this guy that just died on the pyre. Like, yeah, they all fit together. Well, and also who the hell are them? City corruptors, in my mind, feel like they are a pressing thing that we need answers for. And what are they subverting? Yeah, and, and why would subverters go with like the most is, obvious? Is Hamlet already world? being worked on? Like is your kids. are your characters concerned at this point more Hamlet or the threat of Ferris? Well, it's Hamlet kind of a little bit immediately. Material plane immediately. Sorry, Brandis feels Hamlet because that's if we don't have a base of our, if, we, if we don't have a safe place to go out to. And we kind of showed up to help them, and if it's like, hey, I know you guys are in trouble, and you're being corrupted by. Well, we sent them a warning. Well, Ramus is on we? the way, too, so it was like three or four days away. Yeah, about three so days Ramus travel. is several days away, too, so by the time we get to... You had already sent a note to Ramus uh, to warn Hamlet of yeah. the... Yeah, I'm saying for a ride out of here, in case we can't go this way. He's yeah, coming our way. I would love well. to continue... You guys keep open portals. That's right. You guys can travel anywhere well, in the world yeah. on we multiple planes at a moment's notice, pretty much. That's right. Uh, I would love to continue tracking the city corruptors or and the tracks laid down before them back to where they originated from to see if they are directly linked to the temple because that would be good to know just to confirm that it's not another source somewhere. And it seems like the temple is going to be more of a long-term project anyways where this might be handled right now if we get on it. I mean, it could lead back to the temple and then we know, okay, it's the temple and then we can go back and deal with whatever's been set loose or at least get eyes on the temple and see how big of a... You know, temple it is. I have a question. Um, when we were viewing a life in the day of a cultist, mm-hmm. were the people in the temple that we saw describable as formidable? Formidable. I mean, it's a mixture of guys. In comparison with what we fought, it's before. hard to tell just from that memory. Mm. We didn't hey, see them fighting. He, basically, he considered his own forces to be insurmountable. To be insurmountable, but. Uh, this guy clearly thought that it was literally impossible to stop. So, like his own account of his own strength is that he uh, he let himself get caught. Basically, is what he, he claims. He's just wait for that time. Um. So, no clear idea of what kind of difficulty we're getting ourselves into. Then. For instance, I, right. don't we have I would awesome never trackers now. Like these get Zaria, like oh, fuck the yeah. awesome they're trackers. Gonna, they're gonna well, kick everyone else. I would never take. A stone giant warlock, lightly. Oh, well. I mean, you can't. They're so heavy. Take so many things lightly. 
And an insane druid. That can't be good. A crazy druid. And a uh, necromancer. And a necromancer. Lovely. What's the difference between a warlock and a necromancer? One has bad teeth. But it's... <laughs> I don't know. No, they're a little different. One's just dead people. One deals with just... eldritch energy and one eldritch. deals with okay. necrotic energy. And generally speaking... Remember, they Aurora really don't really like each other. I mean... Druids view undead as unnatural abominations. Well, druids do, but I was just talking but, about the warlock. No, I'm saying. Oh, I'm just saying between the druid and the necromancer. All oh, three. Yeah. It's an interesting mix. Yeah. Druid, like necromancer, three. warlock. Sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. What is a druid of Therizune view, though? You can have dark druids. Perverts nature, yeah. basically. Yeah, you can have nasty yeah. stuff. It fucks everything up. Remember you, in fact, rolled a dark druid. Yeah. Fearon <laughs> was batty crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Should we go after the... What's our next step? I feel like hanging out with the... Going we, we have a short list of friends where we are right now. and they The fact that we even confident. have a list is yeah. actually quite intriguing. So, um... Should we go back to the battle and start tracking? Sure. That's my desire. Yeah, continue yeah. what we were doing before. We were trying to close the lift. Sure. Um, yeah. When you lay out this plan, does Zeri start breaking down camp? Or it helps them break down the camp. They break it down as if they have set up and broken down the camp. gets in the way, mostly. A thousand times before. Here, let me help that. It's almost in an instant that they're just, like, packed up and ready to go. Everything's loaded up on the sleds, and, uh... I'll put out the fire. The fire's already out. They all hop on, and... They're beasts. Ram sleds. Ram sled. uh, Ram beasts. Head on towards... The direction of your fight. Are we riding with them? If you want to. Can we? Ren gets ten. I mean, they're just bolting off, and we're like walking along. See you later, guys. Library got taken out. Yeah, I'm temporarily grounded. Yeah. You're grounded. Ren's not grounded. He gets ten. Think about what you've done. Ren is can run as fast as the wind blows, but he is grounded. He yeah. can't attach himself to a kite mechanism and then fly. <laughs> Tie me to the back of the sled. <laughs> he will. He will hover. Ren asks Brandis if he wants a ride. Well, I'm going to run the, the wagon cart. Sled. But you could actually ride on my horse and see what it's like to ride a proper mount facing the right direction. Yeah, but he wants to spend some time with these people who haven't heard all of the legends of Brandis. True. And inform them. You have <laughs> They're uneducated. Yes. Well said, Sam. Now, when I also have to clarify, when I said proper mount, I wasn't discrediting Flyburn. You were, but I respect know, that. But I okay. understand that you often find yourself riding Flyburn backwards. Brandis says it's... They, it's part of its charm. They do it in the north... Oh, well. It allows you to have two eyes. Well, then, quite usual. Well, then, by all means. <laughs> and very comfortable. <laughs> and always on purpose. So, Flyburn died? Well, Flyburn unsummoned. Flyburn's magical. What does that mean? So, Flyburn got unsummoned? Yes. Uh, the, um, a Grell. Crushed it. The, one of the Grell tentacles. Swatted it. Oh, it took all its hit points? Uh, Flyburn has a heart of an epic hero. <laughs> the stats of a low-ranking hero. <laughs> Defenses and hit points that are, at this point, always hit 
and always taken out in one hit. So it's just it's not really obsolete good idea to use it in combat. Yes, it's something that I'm considering. I find that oddly appropriate though. Changing, but uh, but I mean, I mean investing in let's something just, else. Let's just but that. yeah, at this point, it's kind of uh, especially since you're one of the few people that does fight with his mount sometimes. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted, but it's you know. Give him a little fly armor. All right, so heading back to the site with the battle with the Grell and the demons. Snow's already burying the corpses somewhere. Just Chilling them. that hostile. Rigor mortis plus very cold. Yeah. Hugh begins tracking. Hugh begins tracking. Along with the Gazeri. Yeah. This is exactly what the Gazeri want to do. They want to follow uh, the Zenk. So Zenk. And you barely even set out in earnest. And you find yourselves ambushed again. Ambushed again by the same growl. It was playing dead. Fucking A. Yeah, we're twice as bitching now. We have reinforcements. Reinforcements. Work is cooler. Yeah. uh, Every second that passes is another second of cool. Because we're in a very cold place. Used to be. In the shadow of a great iron warship Reductar. And as it blots out the light as there is in the the, ambient light. The ambient light. You see it coming down at a high speed. Does not concern Daleman. And a huge thunderous crash as it slams into the ice. As Daleman has seen hundreds of times before. For this is how Captain Ramis always lands Reductar. The man knows how to make an entrance. And he prefers crash landing. Captain Ramis strides forward. A giant of a man who appears completely comfortable with his surroundings and the extreme nature of this environment. He greets you with a grin and he says, Daleman! And just grabs his yeah, hand, his gives his whole body a sh- uh, shake. And he says, thought you might like an escort. Damn, it says, you always show up right on time. On your time. They, you see on the deck? Found a shortcut. Ah. He says, got something to show you, too. And he says, let's, uh, let's on board, and how you ever chart this place is well beyond me. <laughs> on the deck, you see amongst the, uh, the electrified half-giant crew of Reductar... Uh, several, like two, of the Sectari milling around because this is really their base. They don't the want Thunderstrike. Yeah, these are these are our Daemon's found family members, yeah. and this is where they primarily operate out. They hang out on the ship. From uh, yeah, the, awesome. the efforts in the chaos. So numerically, roughly, ten. How many? Ten in total have been saved. And, yeah, yeah, and, and two of them are up on deck. Yeah! <laughs> the old Thunderstrike music is the new Reductor music. Thank <laughs> God. I needed this. They upgraded to the class we used to be. And I respect Everyone's that. on the way up. Amazing. There should be like we just some amazing. techno synth like going lightly in the background to sort of the electric nature of the notices a new... Uh, device on the ship. A huge 15 foot long rod coming out of the center of the reductar pointing off at just kind of a random angle and upwards towards the sky. Uh, Ramus pats him hard on the back and he says, I see you've noticed the lightning rod. 
him and looks it up and down and he says, as usual, it looks intimidating. He says, let me show you how it works. As he is massive, um, as he just sets off and you just feel every footstep in the ship as he just walks up the sort of stairs to get up towards the top area there. Damn take a step back. And let me remind you, like, the ship is still powered by, like, the, the lightning energies of all the crew. So people boarding it who don't have any sort of natural protection put on, like, gloves and, like, boots to ground and shield themselves from the very ship itself. <laughs> Aurora asks Ren to do some kind of shieldy thing for her feet because she's wearing nothing Ren, but metal. the ideal guy to take care of this. Ren can 100% do that because Ren... Yes, make me non-conductive. Though Ren is quite adept at dealing with fire and all that goes along with that. Thunder and lightning are like second nature to him. Yeah. Uh, so best friend. And it is no problem for him to just kind of and and uh, I mean, yeah, he he, he uh, rubber soles. Yeah. He, he, can, he can cause the the Lightning energies to not. I mean, he can harness them as he sees fit, and so they. You know, she might. If Aurora, you know, touches something with her finger, she's still probably going to get zapped. But at least her feet are going to repel the lightning. There's so much electricity just in the air on the ship that, like, Aurora's like got like these strands that are just Mm -hmm. kind of sticking out randomly. You know, like if you touch the um, electric cord thing. And you know where the ship gets going. The and she's like trying to fix her increases. hair. Like she ties in a really, really tight braid, and it's still kind of like. like Looks awesome. Charming, very regal. Find your nice hat. Thanks. That. What's this lightning rod? Ramus sits down on a seat that is connected to this entire uh, entire device. You see an enormous seat for the size of him, and he says. Look at this! And as he t- like turns some knobs, you see this, this uh, huge rod is on a big pivoting mechanism. And as he turns, uh, as he turns the different cranks, the whole thing spins around in a circle. And then the the rod points up and down. And then uh, he looks to Daleman as he just uh, as he pulls a crank forward, and then or as he pushes a crank forward, and then he yanks it back. And Daleman can feel just momentarily the lightning energy in the ship all rush towards this whole device as then uh, you see lightning start spinning around at the base of the rod and then everybody hears a crack that almost knocks them uh, knocks them on their asses as see a huge bolt of lightning shoot out from the rod just in an instant you know just a flash as you hear as if you are standing right next to Spot where lightning strikes. We are definitely save ends. Yes, as uh, as it just shoots out, and then you can see something off in the distance fall out of the sky to the ground. He says, "Got it!" Oh my gosh! Shoot, Ren is (laughs) fucking giddy. (laughs) And he really wishes that Stoyla was here so she could see it too. Like Rita saw it. He (laughs) thinks this is awesome. And wants to somehow talk to the engineers on the ship to see if he can do this with he his just, own staff. He just pats it, stands up, and he says, Take some shots off the port bow. Damon says, What did he shoot? Uh, uh, all cares? the improvements that you've made on the ship has made it a fortress. And he says, I'd hate to uh, 
I'd hate to miss your next battle. He says, what is it? Six ships already? And two keeps this month? Ramus is a little bit of a conqueror. Ren looks at Damon and says, so wait, are you not going to go and shoot some stuff? And Damon says, uh, in a minute, I, I have to, uh, to confer with, with the, the sectari one moment. So Ren jumps in the seat. <laughs> You can see that there are adjustments in the seat to fit uh, different... The blocks come out. ...like, shaped, uh, yeah. sized people, because for there are, you know, the Sectari are yeah. um, much more damn in size, and they, clearly they have built this thing to accommodate uh, all sorts of um, operators. Do it, Ren! Do it! Oh, he does. And Shoot. Ren... Everything. Uh, ...puts on some goggles that he has and starts looking around and sees... Uh, sees what appears to be another growl way, way out there. But it's a little one. It's not nothing compared to what we just fought. Oh, God. And, God make damn. it mad. And it's just very far away. It's giant. He just harnesses it, zaps it, and actually, misses, actually misses it by, like, two feet. Oh, no. But now he's got the hang. So he redoes it. You hear a little growl squawk. And nails it that time. Amazing. And Ren then gets off and starts to look around to see if he can somehow copy this technology. I mean, there. Yeah, there's herds of this and that, or he wants. Sorry, targets. He he wants to. Well, he only does the one because then he gets out of it and he goes, "Oh my gosh!" And he starts looking at it to see if he can figure out how he could somehow build something like this on a smaller scale because it's awesome. All right. While he's doing that, what is Aurora, uh, Hugh, and Brandis doing? Was watching with still still ringing ears because she failed her save. And it's still death yeah. for another few seconds. Mm. Alright. Brandis captures up with the crew. Um, we had interacted with them a bit back, but hasn't really spent much time with these guys since then as he's been busy with his own campaign. Um, so... For wandering into a wasteland dimension thing, we suddenly are surrounded by very powerful and wise friends. So, Brandis is relaxed a little bit, because with the uh, Gazere and the uh, the Reductor here, it's kind of like, alright, we're not going to go destroy the temple right now, but it's like, oh, okay. But we're thinking about it. But it's, it's a little bit more feasible. Yeah, um, so, Brandis is relaxed and is just uh, talking to some of the guys hearing stories of what they've been up to and knowing about these six ships and, and a couple keeps and just hearing about those. Hugh's, um... Hugh's polite, kind of makes small talk and all the... Because these are... These are not exactly, like, Hugh's best buddies. They're, like... These are like Damon's friends, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, you guys went, I mean, rode on the Reductar to get to the Festival of Ilgin as a story that you guys were on the Reductar. So at least, I mean, not, I'm not saying you guys are here all the time. You guys have been on the ship. Right. He's and been so, on a couple times, but it's always like... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. These are Damon's guys. Damon shows so, use charity events sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Hugh, Hugh makes a little bit of small talk, and he kind of... But at the same time, he was... Right in the middle of like tracking down these guys, he was sort of uh, in the zone when like the ship showed up. He's like, landed on. so he's like, ah, 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 ah. I mean, he didn't like mess up. The, he, I mean, maybe it did. I don't know. But I'm really happy to see you guys. But I mean, it probably did. He's like, ah. 
So he's kind of thinking back, like, wanting to get back on the trail. Like, we're going to talk with this. He's like, okay, and then we're going to go back on the ground and keep seeing what they say. So you keep, like, talking, like, looking over your shoulder, kind of towards off the deck to where you were just a minute ago. He's like the guy who keeps looking at his watch, like, yeah. when they're having small talk. Company shows up. He's like, I'm cleaning the bathrooms. Not something I can really do while we're talking, so... <laughs> Although the thought has occurred to his mind that maybe we can take the temple now if we have a huge ship with a giant lightning gun. Yeah. One time, it's here, so are we, and this gun. Well, continuing on that line of thought, what is your direction for, uh... Where do you tell Captain Ramos to go? Yeah. Yeah, are you, um... To the temple. We're gonna go check it out, now we've got air support. Well, that was not the previous, uh, yeah, the previous direction, it. so is that, uh, are you guys changing directions? No, that's Aurora's assumption. She, well, we were, she has assumed... Uh, well, he wants to keep tracking down this yeah. path to see where it goes. Alright. Yeah. Well, for the time being, at least, the tracks and the uh, that palpable evil energy stream yeah. are going in the same direction. So... That makes decisions... I mean, it's very possible that it comes from the temple, but yeah, let's, we should find that out. So Is it moving along in the direction that the guy pointed three days that way? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have significantly better mode of transport now. Hugh has to, I mean, in order to actually do tracking, he has to get close enough. So, in order to keep up the pace, he summons Brass, his mechanical Pegasus, um, and just kind of flies low low and slow along the ground. Maybe leading ship. Uh, yes. Definitely. You all hear a sort of Alarm sound. Not an alarm. Thelman knows what no this way. is. You hear like a... It's an indication that everybody should plug their ears. For, uh... The Reductar is about to use one of its tools that even the mighty Thunder Giants have to, uh... Protect, uh shield themselves. As, uh, they look around anyone that doesn't immediately do it and let them know... <laughs> As then you hear a crack of thunder that is as loud when shielding your ears as the lightning rod was when you're standing right next to it. And you just kind of feel a pulse shoot out in every direction as you can see the snow below, like all the snowflakes just kind of rattle on the ground as it just shoots out in every direction. What was that? Yeah, what did it do? Guys, somebody take off? No. Oh. It is on its way. It's oh, kind of well, weird. Away. And uh, Daleman knows that this is one of the many uh, devices that harnesses the kind of uh, uh, lightning energy of these guys. It acts as this sort of um, sonar for they can send it out in any large like uh, structures or ships that would react to uh, the thunder can be uh, can be read for they have instruments that are highly sensitive. Hmm. And can uh, can sense the thunder blast coming back as one of the engineer giants comes out to give the report to Ramis, and he says, "It's a three hours uh, three hours flight at maximum speed." Captain Temple. He says, "Large structure." Damon says, "That'll be the temple. Uh, the last one that we saw, or the last one that we were at." was real big. Mm-hmm. Kind of big. Not. It's pretty big. It was big, but it, it was wasn't all like ruined. A, it wasn't like a city. 
Well, keep it's in mind... It's kind of like when, how big things look like when you were a kid. You're a hero of tear. Everything looks well, keep humongous. keep in mind, since a lot of people get this confused, the majority of the time, uh, hunting a temple of the evil is in the Crater Ridge Mines, and then the Outer Spire and the Inner Spire in the middle of there. That yeah. was not the temple. Yeah. The temple was just the ruins of a building. Yeah, that was the, the orcs and the Where the final battle took place. Which was a, a large building, but not like... Uh, I mean, the human world has... Uh, has... Buildings as large in their largest cities, certainly. For sure. Good to know. Uh, it's real big. Yeah. When, yeah. It's not um, super tall. Remember, it was uh, it didn't have a bunch of floors. Uh, it went down. It went, there was uh, there was like That's a true. cave network underground. Yeah. Right. Especially the one that you guys went to because it was... Um, Dug out. It was collapsed. destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ren, who is much more about the arcane and doing stuff than using the elements... Looks at this uh, means of you know utilizing the thunder waves for tracking, and in his own mind, kind of scoffs a little bit at how primitive it actually is. Yeah, it seems more. But is amazed at how surprisingly accurate it was. So, yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag for him. He's like, no, yeah. well, that was kind I of childish. I guess, yeah, that's exactly. I guess it's one way. You the 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 sonar yeah. thing, yeah. Almost seems reminiscent of those folks we met at the uh, the keep surrounding the planar observatory, uh, harnessing abilities in ways that like you wouldn't think to use them that oh, way. Oh, the vault! Yeah, the vault. That's what it was. Ren doesn't say anything though. That's all in his head that he yeah. says. One thing that you definitely sense from this sort of technology: they clearly aren't afraid of people knowing where they are. Because I mean, this was like massively noticeable for miles in every direction. And it's a, it also doubles as like we're entering a battle like boom yeah like they it is a sign of a group that really is not afraid of people coming to them extroverts to the last there no, that's true yeah <laughs> um so I mean uh, Hughes though is kind of uh, still leading the way so you know, Damon informs Ramis that. Uh, it's likely that we'll come back to it, but uh, there's a possibility that someone always comes for us. So, uh, do you want to say what you're doing for the Sectari, or is this just... You oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it, nothing nothing specific other than him, like, just spending the time to check in, he'll always, he always kind of gets back in contact. But um, a couple of them, a couple of them kind of uh, come back on deck with them and intending to go with them on uh, this next stretch of of the journey now that he's in the elemental chaos, uh, cool. they're they're here to watch his back. Uh, some fall into the material realm, but but definitely when he's when he's here, they're, they're, there's a couple that stick with them. So, all right, um, they get acquainted with the Gisteri, which is cool. Yeah. So, did you do your thing? You said your thing. He was tracking yeah, it. He did. So he's uh, doing the tracking. You guys are able to make amazing speed here on Reductar. I mean, between his amazing tracking ability, the Reductar's own instruments, the uh, Gizzeri also uh, helping out, able to move, not quite at maximum speed, you got to kind of keep checking where stuff is going, but able to uh, move at a pretty massive clip. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely a compliment to Hughes' tracking abilities, the speed they're able to continue going, without yeah. him, with him still being able to confident that he can keep track of the trail, right. considering it's days old and under snow. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. You're flying. 
And he was, he was teaching the Gazaria thing or two when he's uh, yeah. talk, when they're like going down to, to track as well, and uh, the long distance and continues the tracks along, just walking right along the same path as still smelling the necrotic this, kind this of evil, like, uh, this evil um, stream of energy. Crazy. Um, you then see a flock of black figures flying towards the Reductar. And Captain uh, Captain Ramos says, Bilkers! He says, Come, come! As he looks excited, not worried, as he goes and bounds up to the lightning rod up top. <laughs> what yes. looks at Damon like Bilkers? Uh, demons? Uh, Bilkers are a, um, they're, they're Mindless beasts that are uh, definitely annoying, kind of uh, the elemental massive equivalent of seagulls. You know, they're a nuisance. <laughs> they land on the the deck and get ash everywhere, and uh, they're gross. He says, "I won't say they're the reason we built this, but it was definitely." Uh, <laughs> they're in mind. Ren gets super stoked. They were in mind. Ren gets super stoked and says, "Ramus, you gotta let someone else try it. It's so much fun." He says. Oh, trust me, it's a competition. And he goes first. Oh, yes. Amazing. Uh, he sits down in the seat, and you see him charge it up as kind of lightning moves all around. He cranks the thing a couple times, and then he like turns to aim, and he like takes aim, launches off three, four, five, six bolts of lightning at the uh, Belkers, and you see each one strikes a Belker and just explodes into ash, but they still keep coming towards the ship. He says, takes a few minutes to recharge after a certain number of shots. If you can finagle it right, you can get some more out of it. And he gets out of the seat and he says, who's next? Damn, man. Game time. (laughs) Roll one of your skills. This is a competition, people. That's fine. Yes. It's got to be a skill that you can (laughs) convince me is pertinent to uh, firing this thing. Uh, mean, some people just may not be good at this. I'm Arcana! Gonna go, yeah, I'm going to go with athletics, just because maybe the maybe the, the, the seat uh, is fitted for someone of this size, but uh, the amount of physical exertion just to kind of like Move aim and track, like you're tracking a moving target with like the equivalent of like a World War II like uh, gun, yeah, artillery. exactly, anti-aircraft, and you're like, and like cranking here, so... Uh, just trying to trying to keep up with the, the movements takes strength in and of itself as Damon lines up some shots. But I mean, the amount of electricity just coursing through the 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 ship and the area are enough to keep uh, to keep him excited and involved. Nineteen's uh, not bad. That's not bad. so. That's going to be a forty-three. Forty-three. All right, and uh, yeah, Damon. Damon, rather than uh, like let fly the barrage of uh, of bolts, uh, kind of cleverly waits his time until a few of them cross past, and then just sends an arcing bolt right through three of them with a single shot. And then he he laughs loud and says, "Top that trick, Tyrannus." Brandis comes in and says, "You're doing it wrong." <laughs> Endurance check. 36. You keep getting electrocuted Misses the whole time. a lot of shots. But fires off 
a lot more shots than most people are going to with just a lot pumping motions of fire, fire, and just the sky lights up. Thirty-six. The barrage of Brandis definitely hits a few. Ren, no finesse. Ren walks up to it with just swagger and looks at everybody else as he's got lightning tingling from his fingertips and says. You think you can beat me? I've already practiced at this. You got nothing on me. And tries to use an intimidate check to... <laughs> Alright. To... Or I can use an arcana. If you don't want to accept my intimidate... You can do it. You've always got creative uh, so, interpretations of your skills. Don't worry, guys. It'll be alright. You should have used it while they were doing theirs to try to trip them up a little bit. That's what he did. That's, this I is choose the... to use it like this. Okay. So... He does it, and I as he you, and as he does so, he even puts some of his own lightning juice in there in order to, you know, Ramus was only able to crank out six of them, but Ren, you know, being strapped Ren's to the like, lightning shoot, shoot, rod, his own wand, shoot, shoot, two wands, being strapped to the lightning Cheating. rod is able to um, go ahead and and you know get even more shots off. I'm gonna use an arcana check just to appease Greg. Just, you just, just should use bluff so you hit more than you really did. No, because <laughs> 30! Everyone's five left. Alright, so that's gonna be. 42. Mm. Somebody's closer. Oh, so close. Um, Ur is not very good at. I've had a 48 if I had stuck with Shooting my things? Sorry, man. So. Her goal is to just learn, hit one. Is, yeah, and to and to learn from other people as they do it. So she's going to use her inside ability to basically glean the useful skills that they are applying to this particular machine. Learn by observing instead of using her innate skills. Learn by insight. So she's watching them each in turn. Insightful repost. Um, for some reason, she goes before. Hugh, which is a terrible idea, but because he's probably going <laughs> to hit a lot of things. Oh, Hugh, Hugh but, continues to watch. He says, would you like to versus Oh, no, no. You go first. Yeah, he oh, she's like, ah, he's too smart. So she attempts to incite her way into the hearts of the machine and the um, machine. gets a third. No, 29. 29. 39. Yeah. Making some waves. You get a 29? Yeah. Isn't your bonus like the eye? Would you roll naturally? Five. Roll a five. Oh. So she goes, Damon did something like this. <laughs> and it's nothing. Like she gets shotgun away from your body. <laughs> yeah, she just she gets electrocuted. Very faintly. And her hair is like I imagine there's so many natural enchantments in your armor that it doesn't really bother you that much. She has not enchanted her hair. Yeah. That will be remedied immediately. Too much care. Magic code. Oh, what remains of the flock of Belkers draws a little bit closer, and now you can see them more clear. These creatures are bean-shaped with a wisp of steam for a tail, demonic-looking bat's wings, and red eyes. They have two uh, smoggy arms with claws. Oh, God, shoot more of them! Yeah. Shoot more of them! They look like merch. They're coming to inflict gas upon us. They're really no, 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 they're like merch and flesh reaper. Yeah. yeah, they look like flesh reaper. Flesh reaper. So Aurora just kind of flesh coughs reaper. a little bit and is like, "All right, your turn." Uh, Hugh is 
pretty good with mechanical devices. He's got a pretty high thievery check. And just watching all these, he quickly sees how it's done. And he's been watching how these bell cars move and fly through the air. And is pretty confident as he takes seat um, and just lets some shots go. So he's using perception. Oh, but five and a one. Um, wow. Aurora broke the machine before he got there. <laughs> on accident. Yeah. 33. He Aurora is sit down and Aurora just hands him a piece and goes, <laughs> and goes off into the crowd. Is you? Yeah. It's a dark day. I mean, you um, fired so many shots. Well, when you're shooting a shotgun, I mean, you're bound to hit something. That's true. Uh, Hugh hits all the ones that he's able to... Uh, all the hit ones he aims at, but <coughs> he isn't able to get off as many shots as Brandis does, despite um, yeah, yeah, despite his a great more, effort. A, a large part of the group kind of role relies on Hugh's ability to take down bad guys. Brandis is a little concerned about our safety. Yeah, where's our accuracy? I mean, what's what's good thing his normal here, weapon you? isn't a lightning rod. <laughs> I know. You know. Party twenty. Yeah, make up for that it. Nice. Chris is scared. You want one of mine? A specific D twenty. Yeah, I have science. I've you, you've used Ramis? this one before. Science. You, science dice. Science. Oh, Ramus has a uh, plus twenty five bonus. Awesome. Oh boy, that's about right. Yeah, he what could win. Forty three. He can get nineteen or twenty. Oh. All right, this is plus twenty five bonus. Is that what Ramus does? Well, practice at this thing. I didn't roll at all. Fifteen. Yeah. 30, 40, 40 so, even. 40 Not even. bad. Just behind those guys. Ramus, uh, Ramus says, I should have known it would be you. The Damon says, I deal in lightning. And so does he. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Sense. He says, uh, we're not, we're not, uh, we may be new to this device, but we're not new to this game. And then as only a couple well of the uh, the Belkas remain, they split off and start moving in different directions as clearly they Squirty, hit Squirty, the uh, critical mass at which they realize maybe we shouldn't be flying this direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just thinned. Uh, and Damon says, uh, so uh, does that mean that uh, you're doing uh, KP tonight or what? <laughs> he, uh, he says... I never have to do any work on this ship. Like said, I, and Davis says, I know, it's, it's all just play, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, yeah, I've had this argument before. And, uh, <clears throat> and Davis says, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice new toy. And uh, can't wait to see it really in action. He says, trust me, works as a weapon, too. <laughs> awesome. That's what he just said. She's in such a good mood. And it's infectious. Damon's in a good mood. Aurora <laughs> goes. Shooting things. And I mean, yeah, for yeah, for like a moment, like the the, the gravity of the current task is just forgotten. Mirth. As kind of like, yeah, mirth uh, bubbles over on board and people are just kind of doing their things. Ramus is the type of the guy that brings that kind of attitude to flying around the frozen waste of the elemental chaos. He likes it that much. He, he kindles the bromance. Just likes, yeah, he does. I mean, dude... Just a ship full of dudes walking around crushing things like <laughs> seven days a week. <laughs> Fuck. What do you want to do? Twice on Sundays. Twice on Sundays. Hey, look, there's a jackrabbit. Let's just crush the fucking oh, ship oh, into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you saw how he lands. I, mean, I know. You finished making that gun? <laughs> Let's go shoot it! <laughs> <laughs> That's something. 
So far away from me. Four. Again. Science. How are we doing on the the track? How are we doing? Yeah. Uh, your dice are. Get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. The vague. Don't worry, you've got Gazzari nothing. Shadow. Yeah. Did what? 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 A gray, towering structure comes closer, shrouded in the heavy snowfall as the reductar begins to slow. Surrounded by a wall of ice, the Temple of Elemental Evil rises above the snow in a spectacular display of elemental and arcane engineering. Unlike the ruined temple you once explored, this temple appears flawless. Stone gargoyles perch unmoving on the thick ice wall, mostly covered in snow. The temple itself boasts a courtyard leading to a main door up a long flight of stairs. Two large frost giants stand guard at the main entrance to the temple. The outside of the temple has patrolling guards around the perimeter and swarms of ice methods swirling around the temple's arched roof. This all you can see through the telescopes on Redoktar. A foreboding sight indeed. And the tracks look like it heads right to it, or...? The tracks continuing to line up. The stream of energy is heading directly in that direction. Okay. I mean, it it kind of zigzags a bit, but it moves mostly in one direction. Damn, gut just tightens. Well, that answers that question, Of of the building. Or has a stony look on her face. Yeah. She remembers the temple well. And the fate that Vernon experienced there. Don't worry, butters. It'll be fine. What's the numbers on the uh, reductor? How many crew members are there? I mean, you know, no more. Probably fifty to seventy-five. Fifty to seventy-five. It's a massive ship. It's a massive ship. Massive guys, but like, we're not talking about like a standing army of like a thousand or something. Maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred guys. It's a big shit. Let's open a portal directly from Old Garth. I'll just walk all my army <laughs> That's entirely possible. We could just open a portal to Thunderstrike and say, let's go. <laughs> Bringing all the knights and everything. Why not? Yeah. No, I'm serious. They don't even know what Why they're going not? into. They just blindly bum rush the portal. I mean, we could do that, right? Fools! Oh, I guess there are guys. I mean... I also don't want to kill off the entire nation of Thunderstrike. I mean, Not somebody. Yet. We can be tactical about it. Thunderstrike is has massive resources. Yeah. yeah, but for Mike all we know, Thera's Dune is sitting in the throne room of this yeah. fortress. No, he, like, if thing. he was out, he'd be out, and it would be fucked. Yeah, he's we'd still know. captured somewhere. Just like being, I mean, kind of I'm a, a moment of confusion, a moment of like hesitation, like. Yeah, his question is: Are we attacking it or not? No, we're not. Going in blindly now seems like going in blindly. It's almost as if we're blind. Is there anyone? Can we see anyone else like leaving? Uh, are we? I mean, damn, as he observes, 
the structure off in the distance, uh, looks to see if there are any uh, any people, kind of any groups that are leaving the structure, or any kind of indication of things kind of coming and going. Um, nope. It's just, a, it's just like, sitting there. As Reductor comes to a stop. Just lying there. Yeah, so you're able to gather information. <coughs> the well, temple won't make the first move. Let's blow it up with the lightning rod. Really or make a distraction. We could blow up a side of it and then go in the other side. Damn. While they're focused on one side. Damn it, that's... This is where the trail Sorry. goes to, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. Really where both trails go to. Damn uh, kind of speaks... Well, I'm not looking at him, but as he continues to focus to Ramus, saying, uh, Ramus, now there's a prize if there ever was one. He says, but... Don't know how hard of a nut to crack uh, it will be. Do are, are your men up for a fight? You asking Ramus? <laughs> Ramus lets out <laughs> a bellowing laugh that shakes the ship, and he says, "Have you ever known me not ready for a fight?" Damn, man, uh, smiles and he says, "It's always polite to ask." <laughs> uh, and then it turns to his companions and he says, uh, should we go knock on the door? I say we knock hard. Mm. You know, so they really hear us. I do like the idea of a portal, a portal to Thunderstrike. Certainly. I mean, why Now's not? Now's our time. <laughs> Get some more numbers on our side. I mean, there was permanent enchantments on uh, Thunderstrike and Reductar that joined them in a sort of unique way as practically a lever on the wall that opens up the portal between the two teleport- permanent teleportation circles on each ship. Because the objective is going to be destroy this place. We are going to flood them with justice. Flood them with justice. Yeah. Should we send, I mean, contact Thunderstrike and... I mean, we should update them at our... Yeah. Advisors. I mean, sure. conquer this place. I um, know that we found what seems to be a sword. I mean, assess it. I mean, is it, are you guys thinking it's we should charge in or wait until we get some support from them? I mean, support is good. I like Dan support. wants to go for it. We can get it fast, I think. I don't think we need to take a long time mobilizing because well, we're very like good at it. Just bring Thunderstrike in and. <gasps> Like I don't think Thunderstrike can come through the the portal on the Reductar. That would be amazing, but um, I bet well, they could portal their way in here. They have their own portal device. That's what I mean. I think they could probably zero in on our location. Yeah. So. Oh my God! See what we can do. The Reductar let's and the Thunderstrike Brandon together. Says, says, let's talk to Thunderstrike and see what uh, what our options are. Yes. Get Kaz on the line. So we have to go and we have to use the we use the. Communication thing between Reductor and Thunderstrike. We should have a line, a so yeah, line. They do. Beyond the power bar. I'll yeah, more powerful you. than your standard. You and Kaz have like a language um, you speak. So. Brand, Brandis, um, <coughs> has the, is the equivalent of picking up a phone and then just bellowing. Um, Dunlin! Yar! Immediate response. Brandis says... His mouth is full of food, though, so it's... Glad to hear your voice. We were concerned when you had to send a messenger. Um... Volunteer. Brandis says... Oh, let me leave a bit surprised he got there alive. That young whippersnapper is... 
quite a conundrum. In <laughs> we found the Temple of Elemental Evil. The other one. Oh. No time to explain. We're going to attack it. But we could use... Yarr! <laughs> we could use a few extra guns. Our hands. Spears, swords, and Some shields. Some hands that hold guns. That shoot arrows. Can you get here? Zero You're aboard the Reductor. We can get to it. Yes. Of course I'm aboard the Reductor. That's where I'm calling from. You guys are so cute together. Bring her around. This, dun, dun, we are dun, about dun, to enter dun, dun, dun. battle, you say? Brutus says, I. Give us an hour to prepare. We should let people... Uh, we should allow people to... Board depart. and depart. Depart. Uh, depart. Who do not wish to... Battle. It's a standard thing that Thunderstrike has done many well, times. Muster our forces. I don't have to explain it to you guys. Board the ship. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a whole thing. Thunderstrike has done it. He's yeah. just, you know battle what I mean. Stations, yeah. The battle stations. Yeah. All right. As soon as as soon as the ship is ready. Yeah, I can see it like it's offloading civilians and also opening up the portal on Thunderstrike to draw more troops from the various outposts yeah. throughout the world. Yeah. Mount up. And Brennan says, and send an envoy or something to Canonis Yaday and let her know of the situation. We be keeping them appraised. Anything uh, with the three kids? Anything turn up with that yet? Brennan says, anything with those three kids, old sea dog? Yar, they've been imprisoned. Oh! Perfect. All right. <laughs> Did they do something? They were not human. Oh, well, that's enough. The canonists, obviously, to, to imprison and them. Brenda, Brenda says, I, Even if I they don't were... know much more than that. Uh, um, Oseno explained it, but frankly, I don't really get it. <laughs> I'm just the captain. Damon says under his breath, You do what you well, do, and you do it well. They've had a big problem in the past with people who aren't human showing up there. Yeah, doppelganger. Yeah. They're such a quiet little town. They have a serious they problem. They suffer. They suffer. They're just a victim of location, really. Bernie says, we will certainly be there to deal with them after we raise this temple to the ground. Which isn't a great way of putting it. Oh, yeah, we're not... With a Z. Damon talks to Hugh and the Gazeri about... Uh, and offer the services of the Sectari in any sort of kind of scouting and a scouting attempt while we prepare for this uh, attack. Yeah. Kind of hard. Careful. I expect they can see us since we can see them. It's not like this is a stealth ship. Dan says, I, I was thinking of leaving the ship. Well, it's a bit risky. I don't know. Just for a scouting mission? If we keep our distance, Damon says, "I've been, I've been watching this thing uh, uh, since we got here, and no, nothing's coming or going. Uh, if if there's something really that bad about getting close to it, I want to know beforehand, right? It's probably a good idea. I agree. We should wouldn't be a terrible idea to see if there's anything, any any traps we're walking into before we walk into them. It's nice to know ahead of time. And he says, in terms of asking questions, though, and he brings this up specifically because he was the guy." That will talk to the people 
right before, during, or right after combat, he says, as far as, uh, as, as uh, questions go, this is the Temple of Elemental Evil. Should answer most of your questions. He says, uh, I, plan on, I plan on burning it down, and if there's nothing left, All I'll sleep well tonight. And we'll burn that too. Uh, yeah. Though they were a bit talkative than the last time. That's he would, he also too. wasn't he didn't see the vision too, so I know you guys updated it, but I don't know if like uh, there's if there's other things maybe that on the vision. Well, or explained everything, uh, maybe not to the best clarity because she can get excitable yeah. when she's oh, trying to convey Oh yeah, you guys definitely. Brennan says this will certainly not end with the temple. I mean, cleaning it out and maybe burning it down would be the first step to finding out this other stuff. The cult is the enemy. It's not like the grounds themselves are what's powering all this evil stuff. Or is it? Well, I would certainly bet on the evil druid, warlock, and necromancer. Having something to do with it? Having something to do with it. No, that's what I mean. I'm including that all in a a package deal. um, All of them are. (coughs) So if we can, but if at the very least we can remove their base of operations we've yeah the cult's bigger than just this one building Certainly. yeah I'm all for a quick scouting run but yeah this also assumes we can actually do something to it I mean it's heavily fortified <coughs> and we are a long way from home and yet not very far at all so then Dan uh, says what do you suggest uh, trying to get as close as we can to the walls can we stealth in uh, some clever way yeah. Like ritual eyes or otherwise? There are many ways to go unnoticed. Yeah. Excellent. So perhaps something like that, a little stealthed scouting party? That's exactly what we're about. Right? Can you take yeah. over the body of one of them? <gasps> of, of one of who? Like a, of like one of the cultists? Like if we kill one of them, can you go and move into their body but not transform into Daemon? Daemon, uh... Have you ever tried it? I, that's, that's not something I've ever, I've ever tried. We say. should totally try that. That would be awesome. Damon's kind of eyes open, and he says, uh, uh, says, I can't believe you've never tried that before. I would totally try it all. Is that anything that Damon has ever done anything even close to doing? The only body I've ever seen him inhabit is the shadows. That's what I'm saying. Is that, like, what would happen? Could you go into a different body? Yeah, like, Damon is a little bit off. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't have, like, the inquisitive, like, mind that you have in terms of, like, oh, let's test, let's probe, let's go here. It's just not something that's occurred to him. He kind of is... A little bit like uh, it's not something I've ever done. It's kind of it seems just, like a lot of damage. It's not something I've ever done. He doesn't really think about them a whole lot ahead of time. Like the best he's gotten is sort of practicing them is he's, he's taken up weaving lately. Like it's this not is like his he experiment. Looks like a shadow. I mean, it, no, he doesn't. He turned into his own body. But that's what, what I'm saying. Is like, but you still went into the shadow's body. Could you go in and basically just use another one, like a puppet that you're just inside of? Exactly. You've never tried. Really could, is I really couldn't tell you. Capture one of the cultists. Dig all his insides out, and we'll put you inside his body, and that'll be the best we can do. That's disgusting. We could make a puppet for you. Ryan is getting really, really frustrated because he wasn't trying to be an ass. He was really curious. It's an interesting idea. Everybody's looking at him like he's the craziest son of a bitch ever. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, you just. You inhabited the shadow's body like ten years ago. You you walk around with it all the time. Why couldn't you do it? I'm just curious. No, that this is how the conversation is going, and Dan was looking at you like he's never even thought about these things. Like it's just his body. Like 
He doesn't ask these questions. Rent okay, fine. We won't do it right now, but next time we come across a dead body, can we try it? David says it makes no problem. We'll talk Who's about this? that at that time. Okay. Remind me remind me about this these it's questions. Just meet at that point, it's okay. Brandon says, I will fill a cultist's body with sawdust. Like he's thinking of both you guys. I don't know what that has to do with anything. And it looks back ports and everything. It'll be like a bear. <laughs> looks back at like Hugh uh, and he's uh, like, just... let's 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 get. Hugh looks over the Gizare and he says, "I assume you probably have some camouflage from moving about in this wilderness." We just wear snow. He turns to the Gizare and says, "I assume you already have some camouflage from moving about in this wilderness area." I mean, they they seem incredibly adapted to this environment. Are they all wearing? White? And they're a hunting group. Like, yeah, they um, their uh, cloaks are enchanted to uh, kind of have like a snowy camouflage, which they can they put the hood up and you know jump down to the snow, and you see that as they just kind of move and stay still, can't even see them from above at all. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my god. Hugh asked that? to borrow one, uh, as far as the physical preparation. That's. Which he's going to go if Ren or Frida has anything to make it so that the uh, most definitely scrying eyes that the guy talked about that the temple is well prepped with will make it a little harder to see them. That would help too. Boy, you can try. I mean, I'm fairly. Do it, Ren! I'm fairly confident in my skills to do this kind of stuff, to put on magical wards. But I also don't really Frida know is, what I'm dealing with here. Frida is down below, uh, looking at the that uh, evil stream of energy, and she's just kind of like you see her trying to get rings in her bubble. Oh, cool, floaty bubble. For you, Frida. Yeah, the, the fact that other members of the quorum are taking interest in being on this kind of like away party, like Damon's glad. He's like, he's like, oh, so are you, are you guys going to come too? I, th- I, I think going up and. Testing for traps. If we're all going, then she'll go. It sounds like everyone yeah, else that, will Aurora. That's kind <laughs> so of what Ren is along the lines of, too, because it, it'll be harder Never for him to blend in. But if everybody's going, then he'll go. Yeah, go. Aurora has a similar difficulty with stealthing and hiding. But I mean, we're so not yeah, actually if we're stealth jobs, If we all just say, well, if everyone's going, I'll go. I mean, stealth. I don't know, I was thinking we, we just... Could, us yeah. two could go because you can. It, guys. I mean, we're you can see stuff. what's going on, and you can detect arcane stuff. So. Detect aren't these regular? The that's why he started the conversation with you. But like, no people. I mean, you generally, you guys aren't like, well, let's come. So they would like be like, hey, you guys should come. Um, but everyone will contribute for sure if they go. So are these cultists? I mean, their races are they? Lots of different races. I, I think I missed what race the the prisoner Giants. was that we had. Oh, that he was he, uh, he, he appeared. Was yeah, he was human. Uh, From his memories, was it a wide variety of races within the temple? Yeah. Yes. All the ugly ones. Okay. okay. So then Humans it's mostly. not as far fetched. Yeah, so do you guys want to make this roll going, or should Hugh and I do our Brandon thing says, and come back, or what? I don't do reconnaissance. How about That's what scouts you two? Are for. Yeah. I was planning on mentioning, too, this idea. Like, I feel like in the organization of Thunderstrike, which is both civil and, like, military, like, everyone would kind of have a military-esque rank. Like, I don't know if Brandis considers himself more of a general. Damon would be much more of, like, a field marshal, like, a guy who's, like, out there doing his thing, but not really commanding that many guys. Like, high-ranking, like, field oper- operative... 
You can sort of reconnaissance and whatnot, so. Yeah, you have a little strike team. Field Marshal. Yeah. Okay. So. Everybody's definitely a little general. Think about your own military ranks. Certainly, yeah. Just this year. Awesome. Yeah. Done. Fighter! General, advocate general. You're Jag. I, I, I say we just send the uh, the stealthy guys. The stealthy, more survival, more mobile, they can get back. That's what yeah. I... What's it? Triple right. Well, this would be a hard mission for Ren. Yeah. I don't want to slow. We accept all the enchantments and the... Uh, Whatever the the uh, yeah, because we the the Gazeri garb and strike out. Uh, Can we make those magic teleportation sticks that will just like like we had that we got from the um, teleportation sticks? Remember those that we got? The oh, the break the sticks and then it takes it and you to the other place. Go back. Oh my god, I forgot about those. That would be like an instant portal. Those are very very expensive. Yeah, because remember oh. the. We're Thunderstrike. We are Thunderstrike. Frida made one. I think it's like we a level 23 something item or something. Huh. It's really so high. Star, Star no, Starlight made one, yeah. Because those would be though. so handy to have a couple of for situations like this where you can just take them with you and then... Whoop, we got caught. Hey, now we're back. Cool so we're going all the way up to the walls? Uh, as close as we can before it looks like it's too risky. Going for the so walls. So basically... Find Into the when temple? They alert, find when they notice you guys. <laughs> If they don't. Alright. So what are you guys doing as you approach? Uh Hugh is just attempting to be as stealthy as he can and look he's looking on the terrain on the ground because not all of their forces can fly, and so there probably will be some I mean if we're gonna get reinforcements with Thunderstrike, he's checking for any ground traps, pitfalls, uh, any magical wards, it's a little bit harder for him to tell. Um leading up to the walls, and then also looking at the castle itself, seeing what the kind of sentries laid out. They already All saw right. some of it from the ship. So what check? And roll it. Um, well, I guess as far as moving up close, we'll do stealth first. Yeah. Or I could do perception. But so. you're concentrating on. So he's... First he's concentrating on getting up there unnoticed. So 43 stealth. Alright. That was a natural 20. Yeah, that was, that was, that was happy. How about Dammit? Uh, yeah, Dammit also stealth. He just wants to stay out of notice. He wants... He wants it to be... I mean, uh, do, do I have to use a different skill? I can. Uh, you might want to watch skill? out for traps yeah. or something. It's just uh, there's all sorts of uh, different Think. things that might be necessary. So that's true. Um, <laughs> nope. Okay. In that case, just tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what you're doing. Yeah, I just, I'm just looking. At, just looking for ideas from down here. I'm, um, I'm suggesting maybe keep an eye out for traps or wards or something that might, you might trip on the way there. Yeah. Um, like a perception thing? Or I don't know if that would be theory. Yeah, no, I could definitely do, like, a, I'll do a theory to see, yeah, to check and see how, see if there are any, like, uh, hazards, kind of, aerial hazards. Mm-hmm. As he comes, as they come in on the ground, he's going to kind of look for anything that, that might be, like, a first, uh, you know, like whatever, an offensive weapon or, or a trap laid for a thunderstrike. So, that's going to be... Um, 38. As you approach, completely unseen. As those watching from the ship, they can't see you. No. And as you move towards this Dalman, you notice at the last second, stopping Hugh, there's a magical barrier that you're about to cross. It stretches off in either direction and up. 
uh, of some sort of um, detection magic. We stop and... Uh, You're about 100 yards off from the ice wall. Off from the ice wall, gotcha. Someone looks to the, uh, to the uh, Gazeri to see if they have any obvious solution. The Gazeri are with you? They did come? Yeah, it was Gazeri, Sektari, Hugh, and Damlin. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Great. a couple guys. Um, and maybe, do they have so? do they make a move to get involved? When he informs them of the wall? Because Sari says, we sense not this barrier. And then takes out one little bag of dust. Ooh. Dust of disenchantment oh that they got God. back from the Philosopher's Temple. Ooh. And, uh, uh, kind of conjuring up some, a, a bit of a tailwind to kind of raises the dust and tosses it into the air as it kind of blows over a certain section of the wall, hoping to maybe create a pass through it. As it just kind of like uses a test amount to just like see yeah, kind of to t- test some of the dust, knowing that it has the possibility of neutralizing magical effects. As the dust crosses the barrier, you can see a sort of ripple in the air, as if the uh, as if the air itself is rippling. It shoots off in a couple different directions and then fades away. It seems like the magical, uh, the strength of this magical thing is quite powerful. Mm. Damon uh, packs the dust and he says, uh, it wasn't enough to do it. Uh, hmm. Looking... And I got a piece. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we could, I mean, this is beyond me. I can't knock down could a barrier. Could you have a dispelling like I have to get the, hit the guy who's making it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Damon. You find the guy. <laughs> Damon ponders you like. Snipe him. He says, oh. uh, "I'm sorry." Oh, no, just, well, I mean, we're at the point where I know we can do like rituals and kind of things to try and Passwell? You know, fight. Well, Passwell, I don't think um, bypasses magical. I mean, it's that's more like to get through physical yeah. obstacles. I think you but make a hole, and the thing sure would still be going on. I'm sure we have a ritual Bruce to do it, but it's certainly. Um, it seems like to break through this, we're not going to be able to do it quietly. You know what I mean? Like, Isn't if he does a ritual that's like, break through this barrier, it's going to be yeah. alerting whoever... Unless you do a zone of silence around it or something. Um, yes. I don't think it's a matter of... I think that if the wall is strong enough to avoid the dust of disenchantment... When the dust of disenchantment hits the wall and you notice this, Hughes keen eyes that noticed the head's of the gargoyles on the ice wall snap looking in your direction. Or they snap to, and their heads turn looking in your direction. Really quick, if you do instead of maybe trying to strong arm your way through that, perhaps there's a different ritual that could allow you to dig underneath? Well, not dig underneath, but just be acceptable to it. Oh, Cloak yeah. yourself. Attune yourself. Attune yourself to it. And then it will say, hey, these people are cool to come in. Yes. Just fool, fool the barrier instead of trying to force through yourself through it. Is any magical yeah, enchantment detected on the, uh, that's, yeah. the uh, amulet of Thera's Dune? No, I said it was completely gotcha. just a it's it's mundane. Mundane. Uh, yeah. Um, is there, a, can we see the spot where the stream necrotic energy is coming in through this barrier? Yes, not exactly where you are. You know, it's a few yards away. You just kind of approached it. You zigzagged in the direction. You head over there to go check it out. Yeah, Damon says, perhaps we could hide in the signature of its energy. He says, uh, it's worth a shot, right? (laughs) Maybe. 
goes over to kind of inspect the barrier and, and see if the barrier is reacting at all to this necrotic energy that's flowing through. It's hard for Damon to tell. For you know, inspecting this barrier, it's not really his um, expertise. It's not really his uh, area of expertise. Go ahead and uh, each of you make an Arcana check, uh, a medium difficulty Arcana check, to uh, to try to see uh, information about this uh, stream moving through this barrier. Let's not do it. Uh... Twenty-seven is twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not enough for me. No, nah. it'd be easy. 23. <laughs> Damon didn't get it. Um, yeah, didn't get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, the interactions of what sort of complex magics are going on here is... Unknown. Uh, uh, it is beyond... <clears throat> Damon, uh, says, kind of as a latch ditch, uh, pulls out the uh, the hoops that we got. <laughs> also, you reach in one and it comes out the other and he says, I can try to pass through it in, uh, in a, a wind form without disturbing it, and we could use this to, to breach the gap, he says, but, uh, he says, judging just to the gargoyles, he says, I don't know if I would be remain undetected trying to pass through that way. Yeah, could you get back easily? He says, if we leave one on each either side of the barrier, we could use it to cross. Well, you could. No, he says, he takes one of the hoops and you keep one here and you go in one that comes out the other, remember? Right, I know, but then you could get way. through. I can't turn into wind. Yeah, yeah, but you could use the hoops to get through. I thought they like this big. You can't turn into wind. How would he go through the hoops? Oh, how would he go the hoops? It's big. It's, it's like you get your hands I thought, I thought they were larger. I thought you no, 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 they're, they're, they're small. You okay, can get gotcha. your arm through, but that's about it. Okay. Never mind. Trick. I thought you were saying you can <laughs> turn into wind form to go through the hoops. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's a, you got to get the hoop to the other side, though, right? I think even if you turn into wind, yeah. it would still... I mean, if you were to toss it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But the gargoyles already noticed the dust, so I think they would notice a hoop, too. That's what I was saying. I was, he was going to teleport with the hoop to the teleport being what would... Oh. Uh, but they probably This have is getting more complex. I think we're on the same page in terms of can't use this. Yeah. But, uh... Um, uh, otherwise, then he's, uh... Kind of, as people think, he just basically sends the information back to, uh... to Reductar, letting them know about the barrier... And saying, uh, I, he says, uh, yeah, talk, maybe Frida has a solution for us. Um, yeah. He, and and uh, says, my, my dust and disenchantment didn't do anything. Well, uh, it seems pretty powerful. Yeah. Basically, relay the information back to Thunderstrike, see if anyone has an insight on this thing. Or, Reductor. Or says, just like cultists. Where's some cultists? Frida relays back. It sounds like powerful, uh, powerful warding magic. warding magic. It can be difficult to bypass. Even if we could take the barrier down, uh, that would for sure be an alert yeah. of its own. Of its own. Uh, I think this is probably as far along as we're going to get. That's Hugh's opinion. I don't know. It's not impossible, she says. But maybe you will have to figure out uh, what possible rituals yeah. we could use. I really want to see the ritual rather than her feet. Is it over there? I do not know. Yeah. You know which one is the ritualist over here? I don't know. I think Ran any ideas weighing in? Uh, I was Being able to slip through a detection barrier or something else? I don't know. I think our best bet is to approximate what the barrier wants. Well, there was the whole detect evil thing. Whole, I mean, like, you have to be like on the same page as the cultists in order to 
get past that. But now is that this? Is that we, this we barrier? Have, we have an idea, or maybe even a more real, uh, tangible grasp of one cultist's mind. If there was a way to maybe finagle like that, that into a disguise based on him as a template, maybe, maybe. I mean, she's grasping for straws here. She's really... Hugh, Hugh asks back and says, can you detect... I don't know, it's fairly far away from you are. Do you even have a range on this thing to get some more... Figure out what kind of barrier this thing, what it actually at once is just a detection magic? He's asking Ren. Uh, Ren's got... Is it within your range? Is Ren going to move up there? Uh, Sounds like it's I mean, can he do it from the reductor? No, you got to be there. Yeah, it's... Well, have, have we confirmed that it is a barrier that... Blocking or is the barrier basically It looks like detecting. It's they can, you can't see it. Yeah, but I mean like it's a, it ward, it's a warding ritual. It, it could be a physical, yeah. Yeah, yeah what um what does a warding ritual entail? I don't what, know. what do we know about warding rituals are? It's weird. I have a mind. I think they just mean to protect you, so protection could mean blocking or it could mean alerting. Yeah, so like, that means I think a warning ritual is just a learning. Theoretically. Rituals. Um, 42. Alright. Well, either we can turn around or we can go get Ren and collect this, because I'd have nothing to offer. Quite frankly. Yeah. Well, wait, reconnaissance. We can, we found something. Let's go back. Yeah. Um. Well, let's bring up let's bring up someone else. Now now it's worth Ren taking the risk of coming out here, right? Maybe you guys can aid with his stealth? Yes. No luck, huh? I mean, we could... Yeah, we could aid... We could help get Ren out here and have him take a look. Yeah, let's do that. Creatures might notice. Okay, so... Ren, are you down coming out? Sure. I mean... Cool. <laughs> do you think I can come out there without getting... Without setting off too many... Yeah. Bells? You can come out. You guys you guys are better at estimating out there right now than I am. Uh, uh, we'll we're still pretty far distance. We're not actually at the castle. And if need be, you could always summon Town Bray and GTFO. So Okay. Yeah. So Ron's gonna head there. Yeah. Roll yep. stealth check for approaching with unseen. Uh Damon lends you his cloak. Reducing his own stealth bonus, but giving you a plus five to stealth. So that's gonna be a plus five from you. Yeah, you have to take off your whatever and for the moment put on my neck piece. Okay, that's fine. Your pillow. That will give me a thirty-eight. Plenty enough. Ren is able to approach with the Gitzeri enchanted, um, you know, um, like it's like a cloak. Cloak. Something heavier than a cloak, like a whole like. Cloak is a pretty. Well, it's kind of a ghillie suit, but I mean, cloak. he's got that, but his is even better because it's like, well, it's magic. Well, yeah. I like that as the flavor. For, All right. for whatever this. Well, no, you can also wear your thing. Yeah. Because everything is better than your guy's stuff. It's, in this environment, in for this sure. Environment, it's oddly. But you can still give yourself away, stepping wrong or making noise, yeah. stuff. Encompasses many things. Yeah. So Swearing loudly. So Ren says, approaches up to the point. We weren't able to determine what effect this river was having passing through it, and uh, the enchantments were far too strong for my uh, more meager arcane resources. Hmm. Did well, 
Ren will do an arcane an arcana check on it then, just to see if he can glean anything that might give him any clues to what they could do. Okay. It's going to be a 37. Ren is able to tell that this barrier, first of all, he's able to tell this barrier is a, uh, is a massive, on an unbelievable scale, uh, warding ritual. A very, very powerful magic that created something, especially of the size that um, detects any beings that pass through it. And whoever has created this, or perhaps uh, there's some sort of instrument that it uh, that it will inform that it will inform other people, will uh, tell them exactly who and what has passed through, and can see through all but the uh, most powerful deception magic. Hmm. Shows the true nature of yeah, anything yeah. that passes through it. Okay. He can also tell, oh. as this evil stream passes through, is an even stronger energy than the warding than ritual. the warding ritual, and that it does indeed disrupt the barrier at the point where it moves through. Ren is fairly certain that anything passes through at that exact point. Uh, it either wouldn't be able to detect it at all, or would be wrong, or perhaps it's giving uh, false readings constantly, but it is definitely screwing up the barrier at that point. And how big is that point? Uh, you know. Five feet by five feet. Big enough. enough for a person to go through. Alright. At this point, I mean, it, it goes wider and smaller, it's just kind of like a stream, yeah. but it's a, you know, if it were represented on the board, I would say it's like two squares wide. Gotcha. So, you know, ten, ten feet. Alright. Big enough for the ship. Fantastic. Well, let's uh, let's take a sneak through, see if there's anything else between here and the wall, then. Alright. Damn, we grabbed that. Catches up amulet. with you guys, hopefully, if you guys are going to start taking Ren with you. You're heading down there? Um, yeah. So you're all stealth check? Not yet. Okay. She's, uh, she's asking through whatever communication device we decide to utilize. Well, Ren, you is, can stay if here. If Ren's going through, Aurora's going through. Okay, Ren, you can stay here at this side of the barrier while we try to sneak further. You hear Ramus's voice. Come over here, speaking stones. It says, Thunderstrike reports in. They are ready to uh, ready to join us. He's getting eager, and he looks to Hugh and he says, uh, "Well, we have a chance to go a little bit a little bit further. I wouldn't mind just at least going a little bit past, seeing if there's anything between here and the walls, and then we come back." And he says, uh, "Stand right, stand at the ready. Give us." 15 minutes. I mean, there's rituals, just throwing this out there. I mean, there's rituals where we can go and, like, describe like, the head honcho that's, I forget his name, though, that is kind of the boss of this place. Yeah. And it will go and Dang. basically scry on him. And well, we, we should be careful with that. X number of rounds. He could detect it Yeah. if he's watching for it, but, I mean, there's stuff that we could do if you don't want to necessarily go in. Well, I say we definitely do that one way or another. right before we attack just to find out where he is. If he's elsewhere, that's, that'd be great. But if he goes, ah, I'm being scrawled on, then we go, attack now! <laughs> so. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Plan. Sure. So are we going to go further and look for, looking for some more traps or obstacles? That's, I'm down for it. Alright, well, yeah, let's go. Give it a quick check. Rituals. It's easy enough to Ren pass says, through. Don't convert while you're there. So it's just uh, Ren and uh, Hugh and Dalen going through. I think Ren, are you hanging again? Yeah. Yeah. So just, her. just us two. Hey, Kalen, can you take the dog? He keeps whining at the door. Bring him to me. It's oh. just. Butters. Go on. 
disrupting our game. Dog? How dare you? Grab him, Dan. Quick, get him. Where is he? He's right uh, 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 what, what is this? What is this? <laughs> what is this magic? Uh, yeah, it's just Sam and I, or <laughs> Damon and Hugh. We're not really there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eric, do you wish you were in the Elemental Chaos? Yes. All the time. Strange desire. I would be cold and <laughs> probably detected by now. <laughs> All right. Cold. Uh, Your status is currently so detected not at this It's easy enough to pass through where this stream is, and watching the gargoyle heads, they do not look towards you. It will become more difficult to get closer to the temple, going unnoticed as you become closer and closer. These gargoyle heads, you can see them kind of, now that you get closer, they are kind of moving their heads back and forth just slightly, clearly looking around. Interesting. So it will require a uh, a moderate uh, group stealth check in order to... Did you slip your cape back? Yeah. Yeah, I I passed. Another 20. What's moderate? Wow. Moderate? Moderate is 27. Yeah. Yeah, I crushed that. Alright. We press forward and... uh, It does not seem that there are any sort of traps or, you know... Pits or things like that here. Uh, Damon can sense oh, more and more magics <laughs> as you go through, but barely. I mean, it's not your expertise, so you could be passing through all sorts of barriers. Yeah. It was almost lucky that you were able to detect the one you did. Yeah. So I assume that we've already been detected. You forward. What is the what is the walls look like? They're made of ice. Ice. The the of the temple or the wall. And creeping up. So slowly, so quiet. This is the wall. Yeah. And then there's a big old courtyard, and then there's the temple. Yeah, yeah. Can we see into the courtyard at this point? Not through the ice. You have to go to the front. You have to go to the front. The, the evil right, right. thing was kind of like coming in through the sides. So you have to go all the way around. There's only one entrance, as far as you can tell. Well, yeah, as you can spy from above, there's only one. We are going to have to knock that gate down before we can get a frontal side. It'd be a good idea to get a look at it. A gate? Okay. Yeah, f- uh, well, the front. Uh, just the, there is no yeah. ice wall at the front. Yeah. Just, oh, there's no gate. Huh, about that. All right. Also, it's not like it goes up infinitely. You yeah, we just fly over and crush it. Well, that's true. Oh, I know. I was just saying we, if we're gonna have ground troops going in, boots on the ground are important in combat. Yeah, Let's just on. teleport them. Yeah, gotta control the floor. Um. So, given that we've we've come this far and it doesn't appear like our ships are gonna, whatever. Yeah. Fault anything? Should we call them the dogs? Well, just just as a memory of the Crater Ridge Mines, I mean, those tower things didn't really light up until Damon was like getting close. I mean, yeah, they've got they seem to have a lot of detecting and wards and ground defense. The elemental chaos. We should at least expect. Yeah. Some kind of air defense. It's gonna be a fight. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. I guess once we're close, he's just gonna take a look around, see if he can. I mean, he's just checking the walls, seeing if there's any anything about their defenses that he can perceive before we go back. Weak spots in the wall. Yeah. Weak spots. Strong spots. Spots. You know. Uh. See spots. Forty-one. Run. Wall <laughs> seems to be very uh. Clever. Solid. 
very solid, massively crafted. Uh, it seems like uh, the ice just kind of jutted up out of the ground based on the way the kind of snow mm. works, as if it was risen from the deep, icy depths of whatever is underneath uh, this area here. It just pulled up. It is just solid ice. How many gargoyles are there? They're like uh, every 20 feet, there's another gargoyle. And he says, maybe you and I could stay here during the attack and paint the gargoyles as targets. As we, I mean, he says, perhaps they might be defenses in themselves. There are are tons of them, because it's a huge, massive wall, and then like every 30 feet, I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maybe we need two dominant tests just for us. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we found what we need to find out. I say we go back and join the fight. Let's do it. There's nothing else I can find, so... It's easy enough to move back through the energy beam, yeah. get back to the ship. Yeah. And when you get there, you hear a crack! A thunderstrike appears. You can kind of see light get sucked into a single point and then burst <clears throat> back out. This thunderstrike is in its place. Every time it gets me. You can't actually do that ritual. Take it back. That's too high. Uh, the scrying? Yeah. They're like a million scrying rituals. Someday. I know. So. But they also depend on how close you are and what kind of look you have. Alright. Um. Oil up your swords, we're going in. Chris, oh. it's already done! <laughs> Literally, hammer oily looks hammer. Uh, the same as it always has. And oily. oily. Slightly. Oily swords. Um, and I, I would imagine the two captains consult to form a, 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 an attack strategy. Yeah, they consult with you. What's the plan? Yeah. Um, go for it. Distraction, strike force. Uh, hit him with the lightning bolts. Um, so It's Rowena that comes on over to the Reductar to speak with Captain Aramis as well as all of you. Rowena, we're glad you're here. And it says, uh... She says, I hear it's war. She says, Your favorite thing! What, what, uh... Basically, it sounds like instead of dropping in right away, I mean, just doing as much damage as we can with the attack systems that are on both ships. Yeah. Soften them up and then charge in. You pound the wall, like, yeah, try try to break down the walls. Uh... Well, there's the one big open area, and then a courtyard, and then the actual structure. That's what we described it as, yes? What's the open area? If the, not the courtyard? Room? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, I was clarifying what Wall, the courtyard was. Courtyard. Okay. Like structure. any keep, pretty okay. much. Okay. So, I guess, can we see from the ship the door to the keep? Is it just fortified? Yes, in the front with the two frost giants guarding it. Two front with the frost giants. Let's hit the frost giants. But there's also a bunch of trolls. Okay, Ren, giants. Ren recommends that we do a farsight ritual because that will basically allow us to, if we can fly up, and we can stick a, a sensor, a scrying sensor, anywhere that we can see, no matter how far it is. If there's no gate or anything like that on the front, in theory we could see right into the middle of the courtyard and stuff. We could just drop one right there, take a look around for however long the duration is of the check and at least get a better picture of what might be in there that we can or can't see. 
and that one's totally within. That sounds that, that's, awesome. That's cheap. It's a level 16 thing. It takes 10 minutes to do, so. Yeah, let's, we can scroll on that, and then, uh, whatever. <laughs> in terms I mean, of before how we send everybody this, in, it might be nice to see. If, I'd, I'd just, um, I feel like just firing a couple shots, <clears throat> it seems like it hasn't been woken up yet. I think we should attack, and I think we should do that, but it's like, it hasn't really, we haven't seen it wake up. We're basically shooting some... A pellet gun at a hornet's nest to see and what happens. Well, we should attack at maximum range and see who comes out or what comes for us. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I uh, or course, like make a flyby and just try to crush the building. You lose the element of surprise if you do that. I was gonna we say, do. I just yeah, take out the trolls in the courtyard, take out the frost giants, knock down the door, bust say down hello. the ground troops. We also have a huge effing lightning. Cannon. That's what I'm suggesting. And we yes. use the big ass cannon on the yeah. ship. We use the big ass lightning cannon. Yeah. Knock out. I mean, from a distance, whatever we can. Yeah. Start zapping the ground troops out there and everything. Just and then just take out the defenses the and then charge in with the troops. Why? 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 Why not even just destroy the temple? Why just bring down the house on top of them? Sure. <laughs> that we yeah. encounter. If we can't destroy the building. Yeah, let's go in if we can. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we should just start attacking about here for a month and see. shoot anything that moves. Yeah. I mean, a small, like, party of bad guys was a solid fight for us. Back I mean, in we the also day. do have no, 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 a bazillion the, those guys. Uh, the Grell and, like, the handful of... The mercenaries. Of yeah, the mercenaries. mercenaries. And is oh, cheap, so we should expect that there will be several generations of groups of guys like this that have mobility and stuff like that far beyond what we've experienced before. It's not going to be a bunch of just yeah, there are trolls and, and frustrants that are like the muscle, but it's like we can expect teleporting, flying, mind controlling. But I also am, for, am forgetting too that we have, I mean, there's the hundreds of yes. these guys in there potentially, and we have thousands of guys waiting to push come in and yeah. load That's in. what I'm saying. I mean, we haven't so, really described the armies that we have at our disposal yet, but I'm considering that they're... Yeah, how... I mean... Substantial. Yeah. Um, I think that... Um, yeah, so I think, like, yeah, in terms of... In terms of maneuvering the ships, we leave it up to our captains who have piloted these ships. Yeah. We'll, just say, we'll just say, let's, let's pound the forces on the outside of the ship, pound the walls... And then just try to destroy the building uh, if, if we can with all of our, our stuff. If if one thing doesn't go down or we start taking massive amount of damage, we'll reevaluate in the moment. Yeah. Whether, I mean, that, whether, that's or not, the whether or not we want to re- retreat or whether or not we want to get out and go in after him. I don't know what if we, will you five be doing? Um, uh, Dalman will probably be gunning on the. I mean, as a group, so you're staying oh. aboard the ship. Uh, yeah, for, for the now. initial ships. See how much we can do with our ship's weapons. Right? Soften them up first. Yeah, I think that's that's the bottom line. So I just want to make sure we're staying kind of. Yeah. Not like. So and we just like run in the fight. So if, if this is like the the sea, the mysterious barrier, where is the um, disturbance? <coughs> the evil thingy. Yeah. Left side. Sure, right there. Okay. Right? Take a quarter circle around. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. I just wanted a little map. 
I like that map. Here, you can see. Courtyard, temple, ice wall. I'm assuming it's square. Where's the courtyard? Courtyard. Why is there stairs? It's the wall. That's the wall. The ice wall. What's with the entrance? That way. line there. What line? That line that I'm pointing at. That's the courtyard. But what is that line? It's ice. It's wall. the end of the courtyard. This thing. So what's this space right here? Space in between the courtyard and the wall. Isn't that just more courtyard then? I'm sorry. I'm this, asking. This rudimentary sketch was not meant to be. I'm asking to, so that I can verify that it is accurate. There's uh, certainly a lot more space between uh, the wall and the temple. It's not like it's tucked up against the back there. Well, this is one million feet. <laughs> there. Perfect. Okay, so while all accurate. of this is going on, and we're all oh, discussing these tactics, Ren has gone to the uh, front of the ship and to the center of the courtyard that I'm pretty sure you can see. Uh has begun doing a ritual, and um, you know, he's just sitting there just staring at this place, and all of a sudden you can see him just kind of squint and kind of shudder a little bit as then he just goes into a trance as a... you can't see it from where you guys are, but now there is essentially a scrying sense. Actually, there is not. So, Ren does this, and then all of a sudden you see him knocked on... Just like blown backwards as if struck by a huge force as Ren finds as his mind is trying to enter through this scrying sensor, something has forcefully shoved him back, knocking him over. And then those looking through the scopes see activity at the temple quickly start rising as the patrols start moving around and more getting in formation and you can see the gargoyles through your very long things all looking in your direction. Damn, says Red rolled such a high check on that too. Okay, I mean, it was good to go. What is your check? It was a forty. Yeah. Which is like the highest. Forty or higher. Anyway. Um, the guy told you that there were uh, forbidden rituals. I know. Yeah. Which uh, blocks crying. I know. Red. That's perfect. No, it's That's okay. That's what I was hoping for. Go now. Let's see what we can do. We gave our try. Let's get in there. Unleash. Do we really want to knock down the building? Because like the last Temple of of Elemental Evil, though, has huge underground structures. If you just knock down the top, you just basically close off the entrance. Now the rest of them are below. We need to break the defenses. We just need to get in there. that includes breaking some of these structural defenses. I think that's... I mean, we also have huge lightning cannons that we could blow the rubble out of the way. Yeah, we we can get under the rubble. Alright. That we can definitely trouble. Alright. I mean, the amount of people will kill knocking down the building, knocking down a building, it damages mine. That's why it was kind of. How is the building set up? I haven't really heard a lot. Is it like similar to the other Temple of Elements Legal, where it's mainly just a one floor cathedral looking sort of building? Yep, it looks identical. Yeah. Which means knocking down the building is just, I don't know. I don't know how many people are really in that top floor. I, ju- I just want to knock down their defenses. I'll tell you how many there will be in an hour. Ren, Zero? personally... That exact number was in my mind. ...does not want to go shit-fishing again. Yeah. So, no, was, if we can help that... It seems like, you mean, you can take out all the outside stuff, then you're going to have to go, like, digging into the rat's nest, and we're going to have to go in with troops and, like, digging through their defenses in the, in the actual talent to dig them out, because that's what it's going to go eventually, unless you just want to, like, board them up and wait for them to starve. 
assuming that'll happen with siege, their conjured magic food the temple and water. Evil has a nice ring in it. Damn, it's a field marshal. I mean, I Through can the see telescopes, the, the doors, and whatever. You see the massive doors in the front of the temple open as a looks like. A, uh, at first, you think, "Oh, it's like a tiny man," and you realize, "No, it's an orc. It's just tiny compared to all the giants around." Walks out of the front along with a couple of uh, a couple of frost giants. Comes out, and you can see him like. Clearly barking orders to people as they, as the people in the courtyard, as the giants in the courtyard start moving around. Kill it with can fire. They see, can they see us? Well, we're moving we're in at them, right? Well, are we far enough away? Because we're looking through telescopes and stuff. Can they see us though? Telescope, uh, telescope flying pretty uh, mechanical. common mechanical tool in this world. If they have a telescope, they can see. Okay. Or other magical means of seeing farther than the eye. We're also in a giant ship. Two giant ships. I know, I'm just curious if they just sense that there's something up, and they're like, wow, there's somebody out there looking at us, but they don't know from where. Or if they're like, bing, there they are. Let's assume well, they All do. the gargoyles looked exactly in the direction Let's of your ship. all guns at them. Can we, like, say we begin firing now? Because I get the feeling we're going to keep talking, and then Greg's going to continue advancing, and then we'll start getting fired upon. Yeah, time is passing. <laughs> we're attacking. Let's attack. So, let's... Shoot the lightning gun, shoot the thunderstruck yeah. defenses, you know start what? actually... You should be doing this. Like, why are you being so logical? Because, like, we keep talking, and Greg's like, okay, now they're attacking you. Okay, we're talking, taking, talking. Okay, they've taken over both of your ships, and you're all dead. Continue discussing. <laughs> How, did... <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> I didn't see this coming at all! Alright, unleash hell. As the lightning rod... As Captain Ramis, who was manning the uh, lightning gun, unless Damon wanted to, or he said, Damon won. won Damon won. He won. <laughs> he won the rights. And Damon is on it. Fire that first shot. Damon lines up for the the uh, orc who has left uh, the building and he's standing in between. And he says, "You don't look like the rest of them," and lets one go right at the uh, right at the orc in the courtyard. You see, huge as the thunderous crack echoes in every direction. The lightning shoots forward and just, I mean, it's not like you see the lightning traveling, but the lightning stops short right around where the ice wall is as you see a massive uh, a massive blackish pulse move through the air Ooh. as if the lightning has struck some sort of uh, massive magical barrier. Damon says, alright, next one, the first gargoyle to the right of the opening. Continues to shoot at the wall itself, trying to uh, find viable targets for his deadly barrage of lightning. As Damon unleashes more and more shots from lightning, it continues to hit this barrier. It's just basically right where the wall is. Very well. And what luck does Thunderstrike have with its massive light, uh, or whatever, radiant cannon? Someone describe uh, Thunderstrike's weapon. Bren, you made the thing. Yeah, you did make the thing. Uh, well, the problem is, is that here there isn't uh, a specific light source, so it, comes, uh, we have ways around that by this point, right? Well, hold on. So what happens? Uh, it's been, I mean it, the thing is fully charged up all the time. So when it's fully charged up, 
it's good for a couple shots, but uh, when it gets in here, the halfling that was manning the front of it, you know, immediately swings around and and you know shoots off a couple, and this is like pure hot, searing, radiant sunlight blasts. Anything happens. As the blasts shoot forward, is it like more in a bolt, or is it like uh, an beam. instant beam? A, like a flashlight. It's, like, it's, like it's like a beam. So it's yeah. a hit stand weapon. Alright, so as it, um, as this just massive beam shoots forward, you see it stop short at this barrier as again this black, like, ripple through the air shows this uh, massive barrier. And as those of you who are watching through telescopes can see now the people in the cart yard, whereas before they were preparing. Now they're like taking up weapons as you see uh, you see the orc like kind of pointing up where the blasts uh, are hitting and you can see some uh, ochre robed cultists pour out of the front as you see them uh, as you see them raise their hands and uh, the black energy like kind of swirls back into where where it struck as if they're trying to fortify it. Ren yells into uh, the speaking stones which clearly indicates to you that it's doing something. Right. Yeah. Ren yells into the speaking stones and tells the uh, people aboard Thunderstrike to try dipping low and see if they can shoot a blast through those specific energy yeah. portals to see if it will break through right there. Do it. Through the energy portal? What? Oh, it's following, uh, following this little, uh, the necrotic trail or something. The, necrot- the thing that they pass through. Yeah. The weak spot. Hugh also, um, Thunderstrike has other guns and seeing that magic ones are not working well, he uh, goes to the ballistic crews and starts having them fire uh, at the inhabitants of the courtyard as well, seeing if anything can pass through it. Manual. So just not magical, but just big-ass ballista bolts. Joining the... B.A.B.s. <laughs> joining the huge uh, bolts of lightning as well as the uh, radiant. radiant beam is now ballista bolts raining in on, uh, like, kind of arcing in. It's so far away at this point that, you know, they kind of shoot it like, uh, you know, like a swarm of archers. Yeah. As they rein in, and you can see the bolts dissolve in midair as they pass through this barrier, and then just kind of fall as ash to the ground. And again, you can kind of see these ripples being created by the, the shots, as more of the cultists are, like, kind of trying to patch up the areas. Um... When Thunderstrike gets down low so that they have a nice clear shot, uh, they've they've exhausted quite a bit of the uh, of the of the radiant power that is stored in the in the uh, the, 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 the light gun, the, the, the solar light ray. Yeah, um, solar ray. But in in anticipation for this. Stoila came up with an ingenious idea. Uh, attached to uh, the vest of the halfling that is manning the cannon are several orbs that are just glass orbs that appear to have a single... It almost looks like a single grain of glowing sand that just floats on the inside of all of them. But it's not sand. It's actually... It is a beam of sunlight that... Stoyla has been able to capture and hold within these glass balls. And as the halfling realizes what's happening, he takes one out, shoves it into the uh, right in front of the the uh, collection magnifying glass, and 
uh, with a, a tool that's been provided shatters the uh, the glass ball as all of the energy that was contained within it just the whole ship lights up and then it gets sucked right back down through the magnifying glass immediately recharging the uh, cannons. That's awesome. He's got a few of these. I keep he's just wearing Dr. Octopus. Power of the sun follows your hand. So now the cannon is once again recharged. Alright. Just continues to blast. And so Hugh had commanded to the ballista. ballista things. What, uh, Aurora and Damon? Brandis. Aurora and Brandis? He was branded in another life. It's everywhere. Um, Brandis um, is barking orders, uh, getting the getting the ground troops ready to uh, ready to deploy. Um, not that they're dropping right away, but uh, you're just making sure uh, everyone on the Reductor and uh, and Thunderstrike are ready to. Get boots on the ground, as uh, it looks like. Even if we get through this bigger thing, we are getting ready for a full scale. What kind of a delivery system do we have on the Thunderstrike for troops? Is it more like Thunderhammer came equipped with its gliders? That is allies. true. So at least we have that system of uh, of boarding or, or launching an, an aerial to ground assault. We may have. We, we most likely have other transportation or tra- teleport. Teleportation. Yeah, I was the link to get off the ship. Thunderhammer is what it's called? Yeah, I remember the Thunderstrike Thunderhammer? Doesn't sound right. No, there was a ship that was the Thunderhammer. That was when we battled. You weren't there. You weren't there. I I didn't think it. You weren't there, man! No, it was also a Thunder one. That's why they took Thunder out of the name and in deference to us. Now it's just the hammer. Yeah. Uh, We couldn't blow them out of the sky. We didn't. Gotcha. So. They had like a, a glider kind of like boarding system. That's how they boarded us originally. So we could use those. At least you can yeah. Give me a roll for what you're doing. Brandis yells at the men who are not ready. Um, General Brandis. Four star General Brandis. Puts on his fancy bell. Oh, that's a good roll. Four plus seven is 41. 41 intimidate. As Brandis gets the troops ready to go in tip top shape. Let's strike. Hugh. You are lions. Hugh. Uh, continuing with the ballista bolt stuff. Oh, that's right. You had, you had said your thing. Uh, Aurora. Gotta keep. I didn't roll anything. Do you want me to roll something for that? Oh, or? you will, but okay. Aurora first. Um, Aurora is bolstering the troops in a different way. You know, the Brand- two sides. Brand is, well, she's channeling more of the divine righteousness of what they're doing into each person, and similar to how her hammer glows, she can impart that energy into other people's uh, spirits. Uh, Partially just from divine stuff, and then also just because she gives off that aura of confidence and uh, capability, and as she bolsters their spirits, it actually just kind of draws from her. She... I can totally see it. It's the whole um, officer versus like the sergeant. What they didn't do the bounty. You're like you motherless sons of whores. Yeah. You can see the screaming, and you're like you know the, you know, the, the high-minded, idealistic, like true yeah. and 
proud. It's a lieutenant versus the sergeant arching the bond. Inspires with his, his example and basically tells these guys that are nothing by telling Three, like telling like we were in a fight against the thousand dragons with you know giant centipedes coming and like this is nothing kind of thing and like pulling them up that way, bringing them down, but also bringing them up, challenging them, them. exactly. Set him up, I'll knock him down. Whatever you're going to roll? 39. Oh, 39. Sexual. Totally. It was a holy experience for everyone. A few of them convert right there. What was your total high? 39. 39, yeah. Alright. As working off of each other to excellent effect. Who's volunteering next? Uh, I guess everyone described something. I can do a go again. Yeah, you, yeah, you need a, a roll of all oh, your uh, yeah, to uh, damn it on, this on uh, the gun progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn How many on rounds the gun, are going? Just I'll I'm gonna throw the same. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna throw the, the same roll I did when I when I shot the first time. That seemed to work out pretty well. Ooh, not as good. Wouldn't have won the competition with that roll. Um, it's going to be a uh, thirty. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, thirty-two. Thirty-two. That's a uh, medium difficulty success. Yeah. Alright, so go ahead and describe, you know. Uh, like yeah, Damon, he, as he kind of continues to fire from uh, the lightning rod, uh, bolt after bolt becomes uh, absorbed, and he kind of chooses chooses various targets, kind of like he was doing, selecting, trying to shoot first at the orc, then at the wall, then at the gargoyle, um, and uh, the kind of spreading the shots from one part to the other to the uh, uh, of the barrier has some effect, but perhaps not as much as focus firing on a single point. We have yet to know. The battle rages on. Alright. So, Ren... I mean, I never rolled a check for the last one. So, Ren... No, you didn't. No, you do it for something here. Yeah, so Ren <clears throat> continues. He's still standing on... I mean, he got blown back uh, when, with the ritual when it backfired on him. So he stood back up, and as he's you know, barking orders into the speaking stones. Uh, he's basically got it set to all channels now, so everyone can hear as he calls out, you know, spots that he can see in the defenses that are weakening as the whole thing is just getting pelted by bolt after bolt from both, you know, the Reductar and, and Thunderstrike and just everyone that's hitting it. You know, he's calling out areas that, that maybe, you know weakening faster that the cultists on the inside are trying to repair and he's saying, you know, maybe fo- focus over here and then, oh, no, 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 over here and then, oh. So he's using his arcane uh, his arcane knowledge to to read, you know, within the weave and see what areas are weakening. Alright. Yeah, I like that. It's going to be... Who has natural 20? 47. 47. Alright. So, to, to great success, I just commanded these things and you can see Parts of the barrier completely break down at times as Ren, because it's not just hitting the same point every time, you know, it's, uh, you hit here and it ripples in a particular way and they try to patch it up, which has a chain reaction, and then right there as Ren continues to point at those as it, like, starts to tear apart, and occasionally, right after Thunderstrike's, uh, Thunderstrike's sun cannon blasts, and then he tells Damon where to shoot the next shot, it breaks through the barrier and strikes... At his target behind, shattering one of the gargoyle heads uh, from the side of the wall. Hugh. <laughs> so broke through the barrier? We bro- we're, well, we're, we're, I mean, we're getting some shots yeah. past. 
Does anything happen? We're basically trying to shoot through a moving Swiss cheese. Fantastic. Does anything happen when a gargoyle explodes? I mean, are they part of the defenses that are keeping this going? Does it weaken at all? The gargoyles seem to just be watchers. Okay. Okay. Um, Hugh, attempting to make as large of an impact on the magical barrier as there is, he um, he's practiced this a couple different times with the firing crew of Thunderstrike, uh, where they have a variety of different catapults, ballistas, and such things, and by varying the uh, size of the shot they're firing, the arc, the strength, all that kind of stuff, they have an entire volley, which... When the impact, they basically all hit at the exact same point at the exact same time. Ooh, that's very cool. <laughs> to try and get the maximum focus, trying to see if they could get focus break fun. through this area. I'm doing perception. Oh, that's so. Uh, no. Idea. Yeah, thirty-three. All right, it's a medium. Medium. Following Ren's instruction, because basically, as Eric said, it very much is trying to fire through a moving Swiss cheese but that only Ren can actually see the Swiss cheese, so it's this very much like there, no, there, now, there and uh, Hugh is able to command these ballistas to get through as occasionally an entire volley of uh, huge bolts uh, just goes right through the barrier and lands on the ground, you see one strike a frost giant in the head as it just knocks him out in one shot, as these are massive bolts and uh if you pierce the skull of a frost giant, it's uh. There's it, some weight behind it. It's gonna kill it. And as you continue this coordinated strike, you can see Ren can tell that more and more of the barrier is being broken apart as you are cutting through. It is then when Frida, which you realize has just been floating above the ship in her bubble, as she's been, uh, she's been watching. Bubble. She shouts down, but she's also speaking through the speaking stone. She's essentially shouting in your ears, and she says, "I'm sensing portaling magic inside the temple." Blackguards. Escaping or coming this way? No way to tell. Then we better. Uh, do we have any way to counter? Press the attack. Press the attack. Rowena says, "We can cover the outside, but if they're trying to escape, you need to get in there." Uh, send in the men. Charge. Let us go! <laughs> what is your established plan here? You want to send uh, your men into the temple? or oh, what are you going along doing? with them. As, like, once yeah. once the charge is on, up. Hugh is abandoning, leading the uh, the bolts, or the artillery, and is going with the men in along with it. Uh, likewise, Damon is a guy that goes on the floor. Uh, right, so, but, I mean, you guys are basically... Yeah. Like charging on the ground into the temple. Damon yeah. and the sectari are going to drop into the courtyard Can from above directly. Can we portal through it now that the barrier? So are you guys splitting up? Is that what you're telling me? I'm uh, asking well, a question that will help answer that. Say again. Um, is it possible now that the barrier is a bit weakened to portal through it? Well, if you had ten minutes, but um, is there a way to speed yeah. portal? Not really. But you all have ways of flying. You could yeah. easily get there quickly. I just mean if our ship could like jump over to there. Yeah, we could basically have yeah. the army charge in on the ground, and then we kind of jump flying. in. Yeah, right now you're launching long range artillery. Yeah. You can move everything closer and get in. That's what I'm saying. I don't think we should have to want to cover that field up into the. Oh yeah, exactly. We I think we should drop in over the, the wall with whatever so. whatever disembarking 
As one of the, I don't know, delivery systems I had thought of for dropping troops, I mean, I could see the, I don't know, Thunderstrike has, uh, basically have a room full of troops, and they basically, like, pick a spot on the battlefield, and now they're there. Like, in a block. Yeah. Not, like, that far away, but, like, below the ship or something. Yeah, exactly. So instead of having to, like, climb over ropes on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but let's, then basically let's bring the, the ships up close. Drop down and basically, I, as I envision it, our ground troops are going to be fighting their ground troops, but we're going to be pressing in to the. I like that. To the temple. We proper. are the strike team. Yeah. Fine. So Absolutely. You can see as the barrier starts to fall more and more, and almost all of your shots are getting through. The uh, some of the frost giants. You, you see one of the uh, like the largest frost giant in front. He puts out his hand as you see a huge like jut of ice shoot up out of the ground as he then just snaps off the top of it and then hurls it towards the ship. Massive ice boulder just launching towards Thunderstrike as then you see more of the Frost Giants doing the same as they are now firing back as the barrier falls. (laughs) And as the lightning strikes now being manned by somebody else and the uh, beams shoot forward, you can now see as other Frost Giants are right as the shots start to come in, waving their arms. You see a massive like sheet of ice shoot up, and then the uh, and then the lightning beam hits it, shattering the ice. As then they like lift up another one. As you see this ice like shields. continually raising up ice shields out of the ground. Um, we might want to tell the crew to focus on the ice giants rather than the walls and stuff if they can. Alright, well, we're, we're, it sounds like we are closing the distance, though. Uh, yeah, moving the ships up, dropping off the troops, yeah. and charging in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there, does it look like there's any way in from the top of the temple? Like, if we were to drop First, off the roof? There's a freaking roof? No, the, uh, the temple actually, no windows, no any sort of, like, it is just, like, solid kind of a blackish gray structure and as I said it's kind of this marvel of arcane and uh, elemental and elemental like stonework but also like its walls don't quite seem necessarily completely stone but almost made out of like an elemental energy like crafted into stone bricks which is cre- uh, you know and it's just completely solid except for the front door they clearly don't value uh, sunlight inside there yeah or elemental chaos alright well then it sounds like charge the front door yeah unless we unless someone's got a really fast shovel yeah so I've been a pretty good uh, digger at times but not that fast he's asking a lot so down we go <laughs> yeah um, so how are we doing this? What is, what, do is, what is your uh, is your plan to fight the troops outside or charge immediately inside? Inside, uh, inside. Yeah, I mean it was a time sensitive thing. I don't want those portalers getting away. Uh, yeah. Fight a wedge, get control of the doorway or something. Yeah. Like basically do a charge. Try and cut through their forces in the middle and then make a clear hit to the doorway and then start punching our way through inside. Yeah. Basically, I think we'll go for a higher risk strategy that will get us inside faster. Yes. Rather than a lower risk strategy that's more measured. Alright. It will cost some casualties. That's what I'm saying. The strategy will get 
at least you all inside, along with some in the front of the charge as the rest try to tie up the guards outside who would prevent you from breaking down this door. Do a quick round describing this whole operation. As your successes from before have shown that this strike has been, this whole attack has been very precise and um, coordinated. And coordinated. So no need to roll, just give me a or run around the table. Um, off. Okay. I was going to say, offloading troops off the ship is very, very fast. There are few organizations that are able to get as many boots on the ground as fast. A combination between the gliders, um, men just dropping ladders off the side of the ship and scaling that way, and arcane uh, tools where Sola has created, where just an area, a, a room in the ship filled with troops, now on the bottom thing, and they quickly move out where, again, it's room, and so just Pouring out of the ship. Yeah. Are just men are assembled. And Hugh... uh, Hugh goes over the side with a ladder. Always being... I mean, he likes magic and all, but he saw an accident or two with the teleportation of the troop tool. Uh, So he scales down a ladder as he uh, joins with the ones rushing forward through the portal. Brandis drops over the side of the ship. Not needing a ladder, but his, uh, some of the troops that have, uh, trained, not trained under him, but, um, certainly taken his fighting style as an inspiration, um, are the heavily armored knights, um, as we have a variety of fighters within the ranks of Thunderstrike, but, uh, brings certainly commands at the front of a V-shape, um, as... These guys with heavy shields and heavy armor and heavy weapons charge in and swarm one of the frost giants, taking several casualties as just massive sweeps take down several soldiers at once. But um, but they eventually hack into him and uh, overwhelm him. In the midst of this, the uh, uh, the orc druid. The, uh, the orc that had come out and was commanding things as troops start dropping down immediately starts uh, falling back to the uh, to the door of the temple and then as he sees more and more coming in commands commands the uh, the giants to hold the line as he goes in with a couple of the giants that come out with him clearly uh, some form of personal guard as he goes through the door and then shuts it on the other side continue. Alright, um, as, uh, Brandis in charge of, uh, at the head of the armored, uh, Knights of Thunderstrike begin to kind of, kind of, they're like the first kind of clash of two waves, uh, coming in the, the gate, they, they topple one of the giants and, uh, and create a little bit of a, of a beachhead, uh, which is just enough space for, for Damon and the Ten Sectari to swan dive over the nose of Reductar and land right in the middle, and as they were able to create a, a beachhead, kind of, the Sectari kind of come down, and then underneath the, the, the ranks of, uh, of, uh, of the kind of the heavily armored knights, uh, slashing and kind of driving, it's like they're, they're, they're moving almost unseen on the battlefield, as, uh, they kind of come in behind the, the very obvious and attention-gathering and strong, uh, kind of armored forces, and the, the rate at which, uh, enemies are falling kind of instantly doubles, Cause, uh, giving them uh, a 
a little bit of time to, to regroup and invite in the next wave of attackers. <clears throat> Ren sees uh, sees his fellow members of Zergeth just you know heading over the edge, dive bombing, you know, just getting in the middle of it, and sees that they are pushing their way towards the uh, towards the front doors of the temple and not to be outdone, but still being small of stature, he uh, he stops communicating and, and giving orders with the speaking stones since they're they're in now, and just takes a flying swan dive, much like Daemon, off the front of the Reductar. Um, and as he's flying down, takes his cape and wraps it around himself as it just bursts into flames and uses his... Uh, ability to fly with his bracers just cruises down like a meteor from the sky not smashing into a giant because it probably wouldn't do anything but focuses on one uh, cultist that wasn't paying attention and was trying to patch up the now extraordinarily Swiss cheese uh, more Swiss than cheese yeah um, uh, barrier and just smashes right into his chest as the two of them just roll. The uh, the cultist just is now set ablaze and when you are used to that cold of a temperature being in that part of the elemental chaos, it's kind of like when you're really cold and you put your hands in cold water and it just burns. Well, when you get set on fire and you're that cold, I mean the shrieks of pain from that cultist are just they pierce you to, the very, to your very core. And as Ren gets up, he kind of smirks and runs the rest of his uh, companions and continues pushing forward. Everyone has left the ship now except Aurora. She's take us to the gate. She's watched them all. No, she she she's watched them all leave in their various fashions, and she thinks for a moment, knowing that Raxus is pretty fast, but she wants to get there before Ren. So she looks at the lightning rod. And summons Raxus. And she commands Raxus to get on to the top of the lightning rod. Mounts up on Raxus. Holy crap. She looks back at the giant. Hit it. And says, launch me! The giant looks at her. Raises an eyebrow. She goes, god damn it, man! Launch this thing! He does so. A streak of electricity... (laughs) Shoots Raxus, who is instantly electrocuted, but luckily it's a spiritual thing, and so it it manages to collect it. So an electrocuted dragon spirit with a screaming dwarf, fully armored, (laughs) rockets across the battlefield the full length, and the wings of Raxus, fully electrocuted, sweep through a huge swath of enemies, instantly electrocuting them and killing them. Several... Uh, troops of cultists just fall flat on their faces. Charred smell of burnt hair everywhere. Might be Aurora's. It might be theirs. At this point, she doesn't care. She just wants this this ride to end, and she just plows into the snow. It's like <laughs> leaving a trail of steam coming off. The, it's, it's maybe a good 30 feet of steam melted snow. She arrives and smooths back her hair. Lifts her hammer. That's fantastic. Dragon. He just rode the lightning. He rode the lightning. <laughs> he did ride the lightning. 
Ask not for whom the bell tolls. And as the troops continue to engage the giants uh, and the cultists that are out here, they're still large in numbers that are just uh, kind of fighting off. The five of you are able to uh, to work your way through the commotion and the successful sort of, you know, locking everyone down to the front gates. Someone describe busting open the gates. One person. Who's going to do it? Hewitt. Hewitt. Um, busting open the gates. Just do a nice big old kick open. Nice big kick open. Um, These gates are massive. They're a strange combination (laughs) of arcane magic and just, they look like sort of, I don't know, they look like the huge blocks of residium fuel stuff that Brandis was hauling around before. These are beyond a strong alloy. And upon getting to the entrance, uh, Hugh calls over the Thunderstrike to send one last concentrated volley at the gates of the temple. Um, and it is timed perfectly so that the physical artillery, the sunlight beam, and the thunder one just blast this thing. And it is uh, a melted hole and knocked <laughs> off. And most of the area of the wall around it is missing as well. Like, it is blown into the temple uh, proper. <clears throat> What's left of it? Smoldering door. With the huge smoldering hole of a door, you can see into the Elemental Chaos's sister temple of Elemental Evil. And we'll continue next week. On Thursday nights. Ah. Good one. We breached the gates. We, we won't continue next up. week. And we'll continue in two weeks. Uh-huh.